across the UK, online and on DAB. The wild man of late night radio, Ian Lee. Differently interesting nocturnal emissions from a legend of late night radio. On air and off the leash. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. Good evening, dear listener. Thank you, James. Thank you, Ash. It's Monday evening. It's two minutes past ten. Uh, we are live on Talk Radio. You can give us a call now, but absolutely anything you want. 03444991000 is the telephone number. There is plenty to... Oh, hang on, Buzz. That's me buzzing. Hang on, look, look, look. I'll lick it. Ah! Oh, one of these days. Licking it. Um, you can watch us on Periscope, periscope.tv slash Ian Lee. You should be able to watch us on the um, Facebook page, but for some reason, for some reason, guys, something has gone wrong and you can't watch us on the Facebook page. I can't do anything about that until we... Uh, OK, it, uh, maybe it is working. Um, OK, you should be able to see us on facebook.com forward slash Ian Lee if you can't. Well, w- what do you want me to do about it, guys? I'm not the flipping IT department. Hands up if you use RightGuard. Hands down if you don't. You remember that? Yes, I do remember that. Um, I, I am um, stiff. It's not the start of a mucky story. I'm actually stiff and not in the penis area, in the calves, the buttocks, the thighs, the shoulders and some muscles around my back. I didn't even know I had muscles because yesterday about 50 good, kind souls, wonderful, wonderful people turned up to play tag stroke had stroke it in Hyde Park in memory of Nigel from Maidstone's dad. And um, after a a brief prayer in a few moments silence, uh, we played tag for an hour five rounds this time we played yeah five rounds and it was wonderful i gave it my absolute everything that i had going um and it's fair to say that Catherine did not well you did not i did a lot of filming which is a, an exercise in in, in a Catherine different way. stood there filming and then you confessed to me um today that your your battery ran out about halfway through <laughs> and yet you still stayed no. there no i did some running then filming oh no come on i did it was brilliant um a couple of things um at the end of the day i tried to organize a pylon by traditional methods of jumping spread-eagled on the floor and shouting, Pile on! Here's the thing. Not one of those adults jumped on my back. No, I was not mounted once by neither man, nor woman, nor beast. Instead, I had about eight kids jumping on my back. So that, and that, to me, is... Prompting the call. Pile off! It, pile that off! That, to me, is absolutely... Yeah, pile off, pile off, is broken Britain, right? The, the adults are scared, too scared to do it, right? So there was that. Also, it was a gentleman's birthday. He was about 40, something like... He's old. He's old. It was a gentleman's birthday, part of the troupe. And I genuinely got excited, thinking, oh, oh, we can do pretty spectacular bumps here two people per limb yeah right two people per limb and um he, he got a bit arsy and said no 
no, 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 it's not happening. No, it wouldn't, let's, it wouldn't let's do the bumps for him. Turns out when you get to 40, you don't like the bumps Oh, anymore. I'd love the bumps. I would have been up. Had it been my birthday, I would have been up for the bumps. 0344 499 1000. When was the last time you had the bumps, dear listener? Here's another thing. There was controversy on the day. There was, I, d- I didn't get everyone's name, um, although I'm sure we've all communicated on Twitter and Facebook before in the past. There was controversy. Um, I was called out after one particularly harrowing uh, round of tag. I was called out for tagging an asthmatic who was using their inhaler. I mean... Let, listen, this is... That is low. This is fake news, right? This is fake news, right? And this is where we quash it here we are not the mm mainstream media msm to you conspiracy theorists this is this is this is fake news let me tell you exactly what happened first of all cst's what conspiracy theorists if they're going to be messing about with msm here's the thing okay yes there was a young girl who had a little bit of a breathing issue and required a you know an inhaler right right first of all it wasn't her inhaler it was borrowed from someone else I don't think that's hygienic. Or legal. So that is... You, you're not allowed to use somebody else's prescription medication. No. It's against the law. So that's the first things first. Right. I was on it when this... Right. So she was using somebody else's inhaler. Now, she was with her mum. Okay. So what I did was... They didn't know I was on it. I, I wandered up, I ran over to them and said, whoa, 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 is everything all right? Is she okay? <gasps> said to the mum, is she okay? She said, yes. I said, you sure she's, she, she doesn't want to sit out? But she, no, no, she's fine. She's just using the inhaler. I went, well, that's good, mum, because you're on it. And then I tagged, ah! I tagged her and ran off. So I didn't get the, um, I didn't get the disabled person. Um, it's, I think it's a disability, isn't it? Having asthma. Asthma, yeah. Um, I always wanted asthma. Here we go. This is I the, had it. This is the phone in. Diseases you wanted as a child. I always wanted a broken leg and I wanted asthma. I wanted tonsillitis. Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. I've had tonsillitis mm. now as an adult. Not so much fun. Well, it's very psychedelic. It's a little bit like mushrooms, but, but worse. Um, ki- diseases you wanted as a kid. Oh, three, four, 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 Four nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. If you want to give us uh, a call with that, you'd be more than welcome to. So I didn't tag someone who was using an inhaler. I tagged the mother of someone who was using someone else's inhaler. So yes, I did that. Carer, yes, yes, I, yes, I did that. Yeah. Yes, I did that. I did that. Um, so, and that is, I'm, I am happy with that. That is, that falls within the realms of tag. That to me is fair play. That is fair game. You know, my eldest reckons she didn't get tagged in the last game as well. Yeah. So, I oh. mean, did we do a nine-year-old out of her title? Here's the thing, guys. I don't believe her. She's it was a lot a of fun. Um, I don't foresee us doing tag in London again this year. Part of me thinks that we are doing this little tour with the rabbit hole. We're going to Hull and Scunthorpe in October, I believe those dates are. Um, Rabbit Hole is a, a, a podcast that Catherine and I do where it's a phone-in show, but in front of a live audience, you can be part of that audience. Um, and we're doing Holland Scunthorpe later in the year. And part of me, I think they're on Sundays. And so I'm imagining we'll get up there on Friday, maybe do the radio show on the Friday, or get up there on the Saturday. Mm-hmm. Certainly don't want to go up there on the same day and then come back. Um, no, not after Newcastle. Oh, that was such a long way. Um, is Hull 
I don't think Hull's as far as Newcastle, no, is it? No, but Hull is farther. Oh, it's very Remember far. Remember when we went with the other place? We yes. had to go on the train. Maybe we get the train. Might get, oh, we've got to carry a load of equipment. It depends. We'll have to think about it. But maybe on, on the Saturday, if we're up there, we organise a game of tag in in Hull. I don't know. Maybe that's something that we do, or we, you know, we just stay in our hotel rooms, ordering room service. I, it's one of those two options. I'm not quite sure. You can go and play tag, and I'll do <laughs> the other do, thing. You can, sorry? What's the I'll other st- thing? I'll stay in my hotel room okay. ordering room service. Fair play. Fair Watching the telly. play. Fair play. Right. Um, mm, good. Okay. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. By the way, dear listener, if you're waiting for the 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 hook upon which to hang your 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 call this evening, uh, you there is none. There is none. Catherine and I will sit, or I'm standing at the moment because if I sit down, I will not be able to get up again, and we will just talk. Uh, guff between now and one o'clock maybe longer if the show's going well if if the radios are rocking then we're going to have a lock-in um uh so you can join in on any of the facile and juvenile conversations that we are having oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number or you can um call in about something else that's bothering you. It could be a big story, could be a small story. I'm really enjoying a lot of we're getting a lot of calls recently. Um uh criticizing the mainstream media. And I love it because I don't really know what the mainstream media is. I guess we're the mainstream media. But, you know, we're owned by Murdoch. Um uh I I I I, I, I cannot get enough of listening to people complaining about the mainstream media, but but using the mainstream media to make their point against the mainstream media. So happy to take those calls, guys. 0344 499 1000 is the telephone number. A regular caller to the show is Mr. Alan Caddick. Hip, 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 Alan. Yo, 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 Cat. Yo, 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 Cat. Hey, congratulations, we're in order for you. Yeah, we're having a baby. What? Third one, Cat. Sorry? It's her third child. Yes, congratulations. I'm not having a baby. We're not having a baby. Ever again. Oh, God. It really hurt. Well, I've been looking at this from a scientific level. Yes. Wheels and cases seem to happen every two years. Right, well, that's hardly a scientific level. That's more a calendar level. Four years ago, they had George. Yes. And two years ago, they've had Charlotte. Well, let's work... So, what the hell is going on over Christmas that means they want to start getting jiggy with it. Telly's crap, that's what's going on. Yeah, telly's, telly's crap, isn't it? That's why they're, they're, that's why they're doing well, it. Well, Grandma's on at Christmas Day. Oh, maybe... You're not suggesting, and this is probably going to get us taken off the air, that they're having sex while Grandma's on the telly? No, no. No, no, no. 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 That would I thought be... she would have done it live. Tony, Tony has tweeted... Oh. You are not mainstream media, Ian. Trust me. Now Sorry. that's either that's either a compliment or a diss, or a diss, and I just don't know what it is. Well, I the, think it's a diss. But but the thing is, the the, the thing is, m- mainstream media. It's because um, we, we're owned by the bloke that owns the Sun and the Times. So and Sky and Sky. So yeah, we kind of. I mean, I'm I'm niche. I'm a niche presenter. I'm a, say it very carefully, a cult. I'll accept that, but I'm a cult working for, well, someone, some people might say another cult, but some people might, would definitely say the mainstream media. The corporation. Of course they would. Of course they would. But to some people, the corporation may think they ever play. Yes. 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 Mm -hmm. Alan? 
and I'm back in Birmingham now. That's great news, Alan. Thank you so much indeed. For It's always nice to know, as, as I say to all my listeners, give us a call when you get home. Give us a call. Give us two you, rings. Give us two rings. Um, and, and, Alan, I don't mean two rings per night. Um, give us two rings when you get home, just so we know that you're safe. Yeah. So, what have we got so far? Quite a lot in the first 11 minutes of this bullshine show on a Monday evening. And Mondays are normally a little bit flaccid, uh, compared to the rest of the week. But this is what we've spoken about so far. What diseases and conditions did you want as a kid? I always wanted mumps. Because I remember... You, they, they, I remember they used to always feel for mumps, didn't they, if you had a sore throat? Yeah, and oh, in the... In the, in the comics like Beezer and Wizard and Chips, the characters were always getting mumps and their faces would just like swell massively. Mm-hmm. So I wanted mumps. I wanted to have my tonsils out and I was about to and then they, they kind of changed the policy. It's going to have me adenoids out as well. They were going to do a double whammy. Um, I always wanted a broken leg and... Did you ever get one? I've, I've, I've never broken a bone in my body. Really? Never. Apart from my little toe, which I break quite a lot. I've never... We, we all break our toes. Um, I've never broken a bone and here's the thing i now as a 44 year old man i'm the same age as dara o'brien found that out of the weekend the same age as dara but O'Brien. nine years younger than keanu reeves um uh, uh, if i'd have broken an arm or a leg uh when i was a kid i'd, I'd know what it feels like but now it hurts what exactly now i'm in fear because as I get older, I probably will. I, I might fall. I, I, you know, the number of times I slip on the stairs and come down five stairs on my coccyx, you're falling down all the time. Yeah, I do. But I've broken. You're drunk. I've broken the same arm twice. Is it? Both times showing off and it still clicks. Well, break my arm once. Uh, more fool me. Break yeah. my arm twice. I'm a twat. <laughs> oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. Uh, Jonathan, David, Paul, stay there. Come to you after these adverts. Uncut after-hours conversation for the up all night generation. The late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. Tony's replied um, to my confession that I think I'm mainstream media, and then he's, his reply doesn't make sense. Okay. In my opinion. Go on. So Tony has said, uh, like, you're not mainstream media. I said, I think I am, because we're owned by, by uh, Murdoch. He says, you're owned and possibly paid by the mainstream media, but not a word which comes out of you is said in order to change anyone's mind. Right. Well, then the implication from that is that the, the mainstream media is there simply to change people's minds and i tony oh uh, calling because it's going to be easier than doing this via twitter oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand i don't believe that the mainstream media necessarily has to change people's mind for it to be mainstream um but also surely i'm pushing a soft left liberal agenda aren't i by by my attitude, I mean, I'm not, I, I, I'm not like a communist or a, I don't think I'm a socialist. I'm kind of centre left. You're a hippie. Well, I'm a bit of a hippie. I mean, you know, peace and love and all that. But, um, but, but surely by, by the sharing the stuff that I do about like mental health and, um, calling out, you know, that we've had a couple of bigots on recently, calling out the bigots, surely that is in some way pushing an agenda of, um, sl- soft liberalism. I think maybe Tony needs to listen to um, what you recorded at Speaker's Corner yesterday. Oh, Tony! 
Tony, Tony, Tony! Tony, Tony, Tony! Great band, Tony, Tony, Tony. Do you remember them? No. My ex-girlfriend is a hoe. I can't believe they're trying to tell me that my ex-girlfriend girl, But what did they is sing? a hoe. Hmm? Oh, what was this song? You don't know them? Nope. That's a great song. Do you nope. not know them? No. My, if I sing it again. Sounds a little bit rude, to be honest. I wonder what her side of the story is. Well, we never get her side of the story. I, I mean, she might just be sexually adventurous. Well. We don't use the word no, no, she's, anymore. No, no, she's charging for it, according to... Um, oh. Hang on. Here we go. Um, um, hang on, is this it? Um, hang on a minute, guys. Yeah, baby, I don't want you to take this personal what I'm about to say. Yeah, yeah. In 1992 and 1993 about my ex. It's a personal thing between me and you. I don't want to hear nobody ask me why am I saying this. My the term is sex worker oh well i believe 1992 1993 get david back on the line please sam because he's the person i want to speak to first of all he's the person that i want to uh, deliver yeah they were i enjoyed they um, one of them became a famous um famous uh famous singer really? one of the tonys tony 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 hadley probably it was one of the tonys. tony bennett it was one of the tonys david's back good evening david hello hello david what you got what have I got? Right. Yeah. Right. Alternative media. So you, have you got an alternative to a telephone there? A banana. Uh, well, I've got a speakerphone on. Could you, is there any chance of turning speakerphone off? Because it sounds awful. Oh, it sounds awful. Right. Right. Hello? Yeah. Well, do you think you're on The Apprentice or something? Do, talking into the... Well, anyway, we got you now, David. Go on. What you got for us, boss? Yeah. Right, you say you're mainstream media. Well, I'm, qu- I'm, I'm wondering if I am. I think I must be. Right. Right, I'm going to uh, give you something. Oh, right? God. Yeah? Not, <laughs> not, right. di- not a disease, not... is it? No, 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 no. Right. Alternative media. Yes. You know what that means? No. It means that uh, you can say what you want. Yes. As far as conspiracy theories is concerned. Yes. And once you go into that um, realm... Yes. 
you'd be on the same scale of David Dank. Right. Well, people are allowed to phone up this show and talk about conspiracy theories any night of the week. Yeah. So am I? Am I? So so I'm alternative media. Well, it seems like uh, talk radio is. But we're owned by the same person that owns the Times and the Sun, both excellent newspapers, but definitely mainstream. Is it? Yeah. Right. So where does that put us now? Well, <laughs> earlier today, um, I, I I was uh, hearing. Um, it was another radio station. Yes. I think it was. I'm not sure. Uh, but they said something about um, uh, uh, Middleton being pregnant again. Yes, that's yes. Middleton is pregnant again. Yeah, and uh, t- someone said, uh, came out where she's going to lay some eggs. Oh, hang on a second. Sorry, Tony, Tony, Tony has just come back. She's going to lay some eggs. Yeah. Right. Right, I'm not sure if it was LBC, because I had that on earlier. Yes. Or, um... Wasn't that Clive Bull, was it? Clive Bull um, has got some crazy theories. I'm, uh, I don't know the name. Not James O'Brien, was it? He's a communist. Uh, no, I don't know the name. I just had it on the uh, radio station. Maybe Sheila Fogarty. She sounds like her, doesn't yes. it? Yes, Sheila Fogarty was saying that... But, no, okay. it was a man. It was a man, OK. But it's, it, it's either Clive Bull or James O'Brien in that case. Right. <laughs> uh, right, was that um, Talk Radio? Hello? Yes? Uh, pardon? Was that Talk Radio? I don't um, know, you said LBC, that's why we were discussing right. LBC. Right, yes. LBC and... Um, who, uh, who, well, who, so, she, Kate Middleton, this is breaking, this is a, this is an exclusive, Kate Middleton is yeah. going to lay eggs. Yeah, she's going to sit on the, well, the cold, uh, well, someone from whichever radio station, because I, I had two on. Yes. Um, I, I switched from one to the other. Best way. But, but, um, <laughs> uh, they said, um, she's going to sit on the eggs. Yes. Uh, she's going to have dinosaur babies. Right. And you, of course, well, dismiss yeah. this as, as nonsense. Well, no, oh. I, I didn't dismiss it. No? I, I had uh, conspiracy theories, because David Dyke does come out with the royal family and reptilian shapeshifters. Um, yes, he does. Yes. And, um, so the... So, hang on a second. Are you telling me, David, and you sound like a very, very well-grounded gentleman... Are yeah. you not a... You don't sound like a nutcase in the slightest. And trust me, I can tell, right? Um, <laughs> right. You're telling me that you actually believe that um, Princess Kate, the future Queen of England, is going yeah. to lay some eggs. Well, that, that's what came from a radio station. Because uh, earlier in the day, today... Yes. Uh, I had LBC on. I get... Then, yeah. I, then I sent it over to talk radio okay so i'm not sure which one uh which uh came out so are you saying that talk all of talk radio is alternate media well it's that or it's lbc LBC i don't don't know which one it is uh what came out with it which um imagine imagine poaching those eggs both in terms of stealing and then cooking in a pan of boiling water (laughs) 
<laughs> that would be delicious. Is there anything better, David? And I'm I, listen. I'm eating omelets a lot at the moment because I'm trying to lose weight, right? Um, yeah. But is there any better way of serving an egg than poaching it? Oh, there isn't. There, raw? Are you insane, man? <laughs> it's up to you. No, uh, honestly, this is the phone-in for the tonight. It's a bit BBC Local Radio, but hey, let's give them some material. There's no yeah. better way to cook an egg, Catherine, than poaching it. I enjoy it. Oh, I've I got love. a poaching pan, have you? No, mate, don't you need freestyle? it. Freestyle. Freestyle. Mm. What you do is you get the water boiling. This is what you do, David. You get the water boiling, yeah. put in a, a little dash of vinegar. You sh- the trick is then you've got to stir the water so it's going around at quite a pace... Then you crack the egg in, and then as it spins round, it kind of wraps around itself. You've got perfect poached egg. Is that egg. not boiling? Sorry? Is that not boiling it? No, because bo- no, it, it's out of its shell. That would be bo- That's how you boil an egg, is in its shell, and you poach it when it's out of its shell. Well, my way doesn't touch the water. Well, then your way is... Delicious. Well, no, but mine is... And they come out nice domes. I don't like the domes. I like them a little bit shapeless. And then the best thing to have on it, um, David, is yeah. um, uh, sweet Thai sweet chilli sauce. Put them on some, some toast, butter the toast, get it on there, bit of sweet chilli dipping sauce. No, no. Ooh, David, you're talking. No, just salt. Yeah. Just salt <laughs> on, your, on your toasted brown... Toasted bread. David, we haven't spoken before, have we? Uh, no, we haven't, no. Well, listen, my friend, you and uh, your ilk have got a home here. I'm on Monday to Friday, 10 o'clock at night until 1 o'clock in the morning. And, yes. and tell your tell your friends on the internet forum um, that they are... W- w- all uh, People will be allowed to come on and talk about absolutely anything they want, however crazy or far-fetched it might sound. Yeah. Thank you, David. Well, uh, right, before you go, oh. um, what do you think about conspiracy theory? Um, well, there's a big conspiracy about them, isn't there? Uh, there is in a way, yes. Yes. But what they talk about, what do you think? Well, it depends. I don't like this broad brushstroke of uh, conspiracy theories all being lumped, lumped together. Because, um, I think some of them hold more weight than others. Yeah. So they have to be individual. They have to be individual. For example, I don't believe for one second that mankind has stepped on the moon. You don't? Nope, don't believe that for a second. Where's the proof? You got proof, David? No. Exactly! (laughs) Right. Uh, Here's another one. I don't believe that snakes are real. You don't? No, I've never seen one. Have you seen a snake? I've seen a grass snake. you seen a what? I've seen a grass snake. Not on telly. No, real life. Not in a book? Um, well, I've seen them in books. Yeah, uh, they don't count in books. That's fake from NASA. That's the moon thing. I've straddled a python. Sorry? Mm. Cheeky lady. I have. Still, university, haven't we all? Um. Who's at work? But you two could both be working for the snake marketing board, the SMB, as far as I'm concerned. So you've, got, you've just phoned up because, of course, you're going to promote, oh, yeah, snakes are real. So I've never seen I've one. Been bitten by a garter snake. Again, well. you're just saying stuff. David, she's just saying stuff, isn't she? Well, I don't know. Uh, I don't know her, so I wouldn't know. <laughs> well, David. You would say that, wouldn't you, David? David, it's good to talk to you, buddy. We'll speak again soon. Right, thanks.
Thank you very much indeed. Uh, some people cruelly suggesting that that was Count Arthur Strong phoning in. No, no, that was a genuine call. Uh, 03444991000 is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. A feisty start to the first 30 minutes of the week, as far as the late night alternative is concerned. Will tonight be the night that we carry on past one o'clock? We'll just have to see. This is Talk Radio. Unmissable late night radio with the original king of unconventional conversation. Make contact with Ian Lee. The late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Earlier on, we played um, some Tony, Tony, Tony. Yes. Right. Three guys. Three guys. And that album came out in 1992. I heard it on the Danny Baker show and he said, I remember this, he said, there's not one dud song on there. And he's absolutely right. It's a brilliant, brilliant record, right? And so I would have been 92. I got it when I was 19 years old. I remember listening it, listening to it on my headphones on the way back from Roehampton where I'd had um, disappointing um, I'm going to say a disappointing sexual encounter. Right, I was 15, so... It I wasn't with you. Are you talking any about, sexual why encounters. Did you, hang on a minute. Can I just say... So don't going down memory lane. If I'm talking about sexual encounters, don't then start talking about being 15, because that just brings a really unpleasant tone to the whole conversation. Well, That's a, No, don't, don't even say... No, I didn't start anything with you when you were 15. Stop that. Stop it, because that is libelous. That is how rumours get started. That's libelous, right? Um, it, you three spoke to me, and they could find nothing on me. They didn't speak to me. That was a joke. Don't joke about you, tree man. Just well, you, back you, just, up, then, back up. I'm, 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 all right, I've backed up, right? Anyway, so it's an album that every now and then I dig out, listen to a bit of Tony, Tony, Tony. Do you feel disappointed again? Someone, I remember once having an argument with someone saying, Tony, it was good, actually it's pronounced Tony, Tony, Tone, because the last one's spelled T-O-N-E. I went, yeah, there's an accent over the E, Tony. Anyway. John has just uh, tweeted me. From Roehampton. <laughs> Tony, Tony, Tony was just one dude. What the heck? What the heck? 25 years later? A quarter of a century later, I'm finding out there was no Tony A, Tony B and Tony C. It was just Tony, Tony, Tony. It was just Tony. Flipping heck. So... If that's the case, right, if one man who goes by the name of Raphael Sadiq, well, if Raphael Sadiq can trick me, an intelligent broadcaster, for 25 years of my life, over half of my life, into thinking that he's three men, then maybe Princess Kate is going to have eggs. Well, she's not going to sit on eggs. It's not enough of her bottom to cover an egg. Let's uh, think about it. Let's um, let's speak to Jonathan. Good evening, Jonathan. Hello, Ian. Hello, Jonathan. Did you know that Tony, 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 Tony was just one person? I don't know what you're talking about. Okie dokie, doggy daddy. <laughs> Have you ever heard of REMs? Greatest hits. Yeah, they're brilliant. That's no. me in the corner. Come on, when you wake me up. Come on, when you're trying to wake me up. What's that? Ooh, it's Radio Free Europe. There's one for the um, the hardcore REM fans from the the first album. Stand Murmur. in the place where, where you live, live now, face. Here we go. Yeah, REM's greatest hits. Yes. Uh, not that oh. REM. I'm talking about REMs. Second album. No, I'm Don't talking go about back to rare. I'm talking about. Rare earth metals. Oh no! Go on. Tell me. Tell me more. Tell me more. Did she put up a fight? 
Because then you should say, no. Fine. Yeah. I'll leave it. It's no, a bit rapey, that I'm, line, I'm, isn't it? It is very. Oh. I'm talking about lithium, copper, gold, yep. uh, um, rare earth uh, uh, metals. Yes, go on. Well, uh, the interesting information is that... You're being uh, very patient China... with our uh, ch- churlishness tonight. <laughs> well done. Well done. <laughs> You're not rising to the bait. Uh, China are running out of rare earth metals. Yeah. We've got about a uh, five to seven year stockpile of REMs left. Yes. Uh, and the only other place that has them in significant quantities, in fact, the largest supply of rare earth metals in the world, yes. is across the Chinese border in North Korea. I knew you were going to say North Korea! I knew it! This is brilliant! Yes. Uh, and ob- obviously the West uh, are in a bit of a quandary because uh, they don't want the uh, extraction and distribution of these precious metals to be controlled by the uh, China and its allies. No. Um, because you've got North Korea, you've yeah. got China, and yeah. you've got Russia. Yes. And 90% of North Korea's international trade and exports are with China. Yeah. So, ob- so if the Chinese... With the, uh, and the Russians are going to control the supply of uh, uh, rare earth metals that are needed for uh, uh, I- iPhone batteries, um, yeah. medical equipment, all the all the high tech stuff that we take for granted. Xbox. The West are pretty yes. The West are pretty much going to be at the mercy of the Chinese and even the Russians. So that is why uh, we are being geared up to go to war with North Korea. It's got nothing to do with the fact that they're testing hydrogen bombs. The, yes, that's that's one element, but... Uh, now, surely that's a bigger is, element than copper, isn't it? That's what it's going to be sold as, that Kim Jong-un is another Hitler and that we're uh, going to get rid of weapons of mass destruction when in reality we're just going to go in there and seize control of the rare earth metal production. Is there any of this rare earth metal in South Korea? Uh, no. Oh, the, thing with, uh, the thing with uh, rare earth metals is yeah. they can be very hazardous to uh, handle and extract. Yep. And because North Korea and China have uh, virtually little, if any, health and safety regulations, yep. um, yeah. like they can. It's cheaper to extract uh, from over from those places than uh, a more built-up area. And also, they these rare earth metals actually do far more damage to the environment than uh, CO two. What are we going to do, Jonathan? I've been thinking about this. Right. There's only a finite amount of all of those those metals that you've been talking about. A finite amount of oil. A fi- there's only a finite amount of stuff that we get out of the ground helium helium is mined right there's only a f- and they've, they've, all, they've almost run out of helium there's only a finite amount right and it, it, the earth will reproduce it again but it'll take millions and millions of years right what do we do then jonathan when it's all when it's all gone what do we do well we we either have to find newer more efficient uh, sources of e- energy and metal and plastics or we have to extract it from off-world uh, uh, <laughs> bodies, such as asteroids, <laughs> <the> moon. <laughs> now we're talking. This now is do it. you believe we went to the moon? No, no, I don't believe we went to the moon. Do you, Jonathan? Uh, 
if we did go to the moon, the evidence uh, of of our uh, presence there was faked because they, uh, they couldn't. Well, we did. We probably did land on the moon. There is evidence to suggest that we did land on the moon because there's a uh, there was a, a reflective light left on the moon, uh. and the scientists used that to measure uh, the well, distance between. That's what they uh, tell the, you, Jonathan. I can't believe you're falling for the bullshine that NASA are pumping out of their publicity department. What, what I do know, however, is that the footage we saw was definitely faked. The mission probably did happen, but the footage was faked. Oh, come on, man. They, they, they might as well have just faked the whole thing. Have you not seen that documentary, Capricorn One? That's not a documentary. What, the thing with um, O.J. Simpson? In? No, uh, that... In fact, that's probably oh, that Capricorn actor, One. Capricorn One probably has more credibility uh, as evidence of O.J. Simpson's uh, mental instability than it does to whether man landed on the moon or not. Jonathan, thank you very much. And have you seen Capricorn One? No. Oh, mate, it is a great film. It's one of the classics, mid seventies. It's one of his first acting roles. Yeah, isn't it? it is. It is a classic, right? So these three astronauts, I think they're going to be fired off to they're Mars. They're called Tony, Tony and Tony. Don't, don't, he's being disrespectful to me. Um, I think they're going off to Mars, right? And they get on the spaceship, right? Three, mm. uh, they get on the spaceship, and they're like, they're all ready to go. They're strapped in. And literally, about a minute before it's going to take off, someone comes and says, get off now. It's like, what? I haven't got time to explain. Get off now. So they all get off, right? And they get driven out into the desert. Or they're in the desert, right? And they say, we, we, we think there was a problem with, we think there was a problem with the spaceship. Right? Right. We think there was a problem with the spaceship. So this is going to be, but don't worry. So then they have to pretend they're on Mars, right? So they're pretending they're on Mars. And then they do a live, or maybe it's the moon. They do a live video link up. Right. right, but with their families and with the world's media, but they're they're in a they're in a studio, oh. like in the desert somewhere, right? And um, then I can't remember why they're taking off the spaceship, but then as the spaceship is coming back to Earth, it blows up. Oh yeah 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 yeah. So they th- every, the world thinks the three astronauts are dead, and then they they find out that it's blown up, and they think we're in trouble now. So the rest, Elliot Gould is in it. And so the rest of the film is them trying to um, escape. So and and uh, spoiler alert, guys! It's such a good film, right? Spoiler alert: O.J. Simpson and another fella get shot. Right? The main astronaut turns up at his funeral. Boom! What an ending to a movie! I haven't seen it, and there's no point me watching. No, it I've, I've, I've spoiled it for you now. So it's Brilliant. a great film. Capricorn One, great film. Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. Great films like Capricorn One, please, if you wouldn't mind. Mm-hmm. What diseases, stroke conditions did you want as a child? We're talking conspiracy theory. Seems to be a bit of a theme running through the shows at the moment. I'm very happy to do that. Uh, if you've got any evidence at all that we landed on the moon, do you realise how stupid that sounds, guys? Uh, it was a dick measuring contest. That's all it was. We didn't land on the moon. No one's got the technology to do that. Oh, three, four, four, four. 4991000. This is the late night alternative. This is Talk Radio. The late night alternative with Ian Lee. Unfiltered night talk with the original king of unconventional conversation on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. <laughs> we're back. <laughs> if you're watching on Periscope, we were just pretending to have an argument then. <laughs> <Just> we weren't. <laughs> oh, don't. 
Um, Catherine is now complaining that she's feeling a bit stiff. Yeah, in one uh, leg. You did bugger all yesterday, mate. I did. Got to stop swearing. Stop swearing from now. Um, you did enough all yesterday. I did. You're a real disappointment to, um, fi- about 50 people came and yeah. played tag with us. Well, two of them, yeah. I, I, I'd produced from my womb. Wow. So don't tell me I don't do anything to help with the game of tag. Wowzers. Um, um, one of my youngest completely misunderstood the rules, it turns out. Go on. How can well, you misunderstand she... the rules of tag? She's nuts. And like, by the way, I've I've started calling it tag now just because. It's oh, it's easier. I feel like I feel like um, Donald Sutherland at the end of the remake of Invasion of the Body Snatchers. Ah, oh. it's called tag. All right. Go she on said then. halfway through. She said, "Mommy, why are we running away from them all the time?" I went, "Well, that's the game." And I thought that that was that was enough of an if explanation. I'd have known, if I'd have known that, go on. Well, then afterwards she kept going. She, when you were it, she kept running up to you, didn't she? Yeah. And offering herself up. When I got um, tagged, yeah. she would say, tag me, tag me. She thought that's how you win. No. I, I, if I'd known that, I'd have red carded her. I'd have sent her into the sin then. <laughs> it was a brilliant afternoon. Sorry I couldn't buy everyone ice cream, but I'd, I'd left my wallet at home. Yeah, of course you had. Um, oh, no, use some money as well. Yeah. I'd left my wallet at home. So, But but um, it was all filmed by Dan, who is a uh, genius. Nice to meet Dan's boys. And um, that will be up whenever he does it. He's, he's, an, he's, he's an artist in the truest sense of the word. But also what was great, and I've got a new jam. Oh, yes. Speaker's Corner. Oh, God. Speaker's Corner. For what those a who, place that is. For those who don't know, right, Speaker's Corner, and it, it, and I've done a little bit of research on this, right? but Speaker's Corner is a corner in Hyde Park where every Sunday uh, you are quite legally allowed to rock up at the park and um, speak on any subject you want. Um, as long as you're not inciting violence... I think bad language is frowned upon as well. I've re- been reading up on it quite a bit because I'm obsessed. I bought, I've ordered a book about it. Um, uh, 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 and, um, oh, let me find that website. There's, there's, I mean, um, so you can go and talk about anything, right? And we had a caller, didn't we, a couple of weeks ago. So it was a guy living in Canada or America. Was it, not, it wasn't Marty, was it? No, it wasn't Marty. It was, it was a guy in New York. It was a guy in New York who said that he'd heard that Speaker's Corner was being overrun mm. by um, Islamist extremism, who uh, extremists who were shouting down... David, I'll come to you in a minute. Who were shouting down everyone else and making it a very uncomfortable experience. Now, uh, we got there about half past two, and uh, so I went and r- recorded a piece. Um, I didn't see any Islamic extremists shouting down christians au contraire it was a lot of christians it, it, it was it was all basically all of the talks that i heard were about religion apart from the guy in the bowler hat i don't know what he was talking about he was a bit like the guy from the life of brian who yeah. says and your neighbor will mislay his yeah. um spoon but the um it was a lot of religious arguments and there was what's what we'll, we'll play it out later right it was a really nice guy who was, um, uh, was a reformed alcoholic and junkie. He, he, his term's not mine. And he was born again Christian. And he was talking about how it was, he'd been saved. And I noticed he had some kind of very strange signs in front of him. And I said, oh, what are these for? He said, oh, they're not mine. This, they're this fella's. He's just let me borrow his, his stepladder. Um, and um, so that, this guy was quite anti-Palestinian, the second guy. And I don't know why. So we had a little bit of conversation. Um, and it, it was, I tell you what was thrilling. It was well, that, well. It was thrilling and frustrating in equal measures. It was thrilling to be outside with the freedom 
to go up to a stranger who is talking and say, I think you're talking rubbish. Here's why. Where's your evidence? It was thrilling, but it was frustrating in the way I find talking. We've had a couple on here, and this is not an anti-Christian thing. I'm going to be very, very specific. People who class themselves as born-again Christians, some people, and we're really specific, uh, some people who class themselves as born-again Christians, um, I, I find when I have spoken to them, particularly on this show and in other shows, there is um, there is a, an arrogance that comes from them, and also I find them very patronising. This is a very specific branch of Christianity, and I'm, I'm, I'm going to be generous and say it's only some people within that specific branch. Um, I have had conversations with other Christians and have got on perfectly, perfectly well with them and and found that arrogance lacking that that is in this specific branch. And the same with with um, uh, with Muslims. I've spoken to to you know kind of hardcore Muslims who and hardcore Jews who have that arrogance. Do you think it's something about coming to it later in life and being converted? Possibly right? because. They are generally, and the people that we've spoken to who have displayed that, yeah. are people who've turned away from one lifestyle, the yes. lifestyle that they now say was sinful and wrong, and yeah. that they were full of anger and pride and all that stuff. Yeah. They've turned away from it, and now they have the answer in terms of, uh, of their faith, yes. they say. I find with those people, sometimes there's residual anger yeah. <laughs> there, and instead of it being... Um, down to boozing or whatever the problem was before now it's down to your and i'm talking about our ignorance of the truth you know what i mean it gets funneled in a different way there's an anger yeah so there's a bit of that then i went and saw um a muslim gentleman in a heated debate with a christian woman and it was quite a tense atmosphere there because this gentleman, I, I, I spoke to a really nice guy who was filming him. And this guy, this gentleman has a YouTube channel. So there were four or five cameras filming him. And um, it was quite intense. The Christian woman wasn't on her own. She had other you know, people with her and it was quite intense. Um, and, and, and then there was some other stuff going on. And I spoke to some, some horrible, horrible people. Anyway, you'll hear it all in a bit, right? But I just found it. I'm going to go back again. And what I need to do is I want to be more passive when I go back. Because you'll hear me joining in the conversations, joining in the arguments, and arguing my point, right? But you might as well, in those situations, be shouting at a wall. You can shout and shout and shout. It's always going to be a wall. It's real-life Twitter. It, it is. It is. It's, it is it's, it's where Twitter started, really, is there. Um, so I want to go back again. And you'll hear it does get very heated. And, um, it, uh, you know, but there's some moments of, of levity and brevity and humour in it. Um, but I want to go back again, and I want to be more passive. I want to be an observer. But I find it hard to be when I hear people being racist. There was, a, there was some racism going on, and um, people telling obnoxious lies. I find that very difficult not to... Yeah, because there's a feeling that you're complicit with it if you don't challenge it. Um, hang on a second, what's this? What you got? Text it. May I just say that Catherine is the most intelligent lady I've heard on the radio in a long time, from Sue in Tombridge, who's 77 years old. Thank you. That's a long time to be listening to the radio. She must be tired. (laughs) Thank you, Sue. (laughs) It's not true, but thank you. David! 
Yep, hello. Yep, hello, David. How are you doing? Uh, now, listen, we both set up Fiverr accounts at the, uh, last week um, where we um, uh, use our services. Catherine and I will make private, personalised, bespoke podcasts for you. Um, and you do, um, um, you, you sing songs and, and uh, do personalised messages for, for about three or four quid. How many bookings did you get, David? Um, I think it's, well, uh, that's why I've rang in. Uh, in total, I've had about uh, five. Sorry? Five. Is that real? Yes. And they've paid you for this? Uh, yes, but it's the, it's the fifth one I'd like to talk about. Okay, go on then, please do. Well, they, they sent me a script and they said, I'd like you to read this word for word. Oh, dear. <laughs> and it was, no, that, that was fine. Yeah. But have, you, have you seen what they've done with the video? No, I see the video is online. If, it, has it got swear words in it? Do you, do you count the second syllable of my last name, the swear word? Um, how many times does it is it is it said? A couple. Okay, well let's have a little look here. Um, okay, I'm going to play play this. We'll we'll hover over the the dump button just in case. So um, so this is a video you recorded. Oh, blimey. My name is David Babcock. I like to touch men. If you want me to touch any else, cock, please follow okay, me on I Twitter. Think we, I think we get. <laughs> oh I think we get the idea. Wow, that is Absolutely incredible. Why did you record that? I didn't record that. I read out a script. They've edited it, haven't they? And I want to sue them, but I ain't got any lawyers. Right. Okay. Well. Um, You've sold them those words. Yes, mate. You, that, 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 as far as I'm concerned, they've done absolutely nothing wrong. Have you seen the picture that they've done on me dancing at the end? No, I don't. No, I've not seen that, David. Um, well, we don't really work on radio, but no. maybe you can watch it and say what you, say what you see. Okay, let, well, I've got to play this video go. again. Hang it's on like a rude second. catchphrase. There we go. It's um. Again, hang on. Let's jump to the end. Okay. <laughs> um, Is that the Venga boys. <laughs> What are you wearing a mankini for, buddy? They put someone, my face on someone else's body, obviously, haven't they? That's not possible. That technology doesn't exist. <gasps> there I, is I, David I, Badcock um, dancing in a mankini. No, not, not me, not me, mate, not me. Mate, that is you. That is your face. I've met you. I am not that fat. I've met you, Dave, well... My, I... I have met you, David. That is definitely your face. I'm going to um, retweet that. That that's, no, 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 that's retweeting on. that now. No, no, that is no. a lesson for everybody. If you don't want it on the internet, mate, don't film it. I didn't want it on the, on the internet. Well, but I'm, 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 I, I, can't, I don't know how to unretweet it. Sorry, I thought you were phoning up to uh, saying you wanted it retweeted. I don't know how to unretweet no. it. I'm thinking about approaching them legally. Um, well, it's that, a, that is what I do not do what they say i do in that video <laughs> well you, you pleasure ghosts and dance in a mankini i mean it's just a bit of fun the, the, the pleasure girls no they're saying that's a pleasure men how much money did you accept for that i got about three quid from that after the, the commission well that, that'd be a lesson to you <laughs> fiverr really is the most amazing <laughs> website Ever. Well done, everybody. If you want to abuse David Badcock, then that is the way forward. Um, we're an hour down, and I, I don't, we've not really started yet. There's still so much to do. 0344 499 is the telephone number. You are listening, dear listener, to... Uh, uh, there's no radio show like it in the country. This is the Late Night Alternative. She's Catherine Boyle. I'm Ian Lee, and of course, we are on the great talk radio. 
Talk Radio. I've just retweeted the video of David Badcock. Please, please, please don't retweet it. We, we don't want it to go viral. Across the UK, online and on DAB. Get an earful of unusual nocturnal emissions with radio's Lord of Misrule, Ian Lee. No relation, thank God. Unfiltered Night Talk with the original king of unconventional conversation. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Um, guys... I've, I've, I've asked you, I've accidentally retweeted the video of David Badcock. And I, well, I, I deliberately retweeted it because I put a message on there saying, please do not retweet this and make it go viral. It's not me being ironic or reverse psychology. I, I don't want to humiliate the man. It's been retweeted 16 times already. Oh, people. So, yeah, come but on, can we, guys. Come on, guys, please. Can you stop retweeting the clip that I just retweeted? It, it's, it's 19 retweets now. Um, 0344 499 The Late Night Alternative with uh, me, Ian Lee, Catherine Boyles over there. This is yeah. Talk Radio. You can listen on DAB. You can um, download the app. Or, of course, you can listen online at talkradio.co.uk. Um, now, I wrote something down here. And I wrote it... Um, I can't read it. It's the, bo- the one at the bottom. It was a talking point. The one at the bottom. I honestly can't read it. Lazy. E. Eastbong. <laughs> lazy Eastbong. Lazy. 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 What was I thinking about the lazy? I mean, there was a revelation about the leopard and the tiger. Leopard. We'll get to we'll we'll get to the leopard and the tiger in a bit. Lazy Eastbong. What's an Eastbong? Oh. Lazy Eastbong. Eastbong. If anyone has any idea, let me, let me look at this. Maybe G Spot. No, Jesus, that was my um, my rapper name in the eighties. <laughs> um, lazy E dash sperm. It could be sperm. Lazy E sperm. Lazy uh, E sperm. What were we watching? When, when did Naked, you write we it? We watched Naked and Afraid. This was after Naked and Afraid. Um, lazy E sperm. Um, that's not, that's an, oh, lazy E. Oh, I know what exactly what it is. Go I got it. I'm there. Right, I'm there. I'm there. I'm there. I'm there. I'm there. Um, okay. Okay. I'm there. This is how lazy I am, right? Um, the kids, um, went, so su- Sunday night was absolutely shattered, right? Got home, not as late as you, but I got home about half six mm-hmm. after doing the Virgin Radio show, which was, a, which was a joy, by the way. Thank you to everyone who called in. It was a, it was a good show on Sunday morning. Sunday morning's from 10 o'clock. And then um, going off and playing tag. Mm-hmm. And then we had to come back here where we parked and, and, and driving home. So I got back. I was knackered, right? I got back about... It's closer to seven because the, the kids are about to go out for a bath. I thought, oh, this is a result. This is a result. So they went up. And I thought, all I want to do is I want to lay on the sofa and I want to play Xbox. Right. I'm really into a game at the moment called Rocket League. I'm quite late to the Rocket League par- uh, party, but just to say, um, last weekend, I progressed from amateur to semi-pro. And basically, it's, it's brilliant, right? You're you're in like a sort of... Um, Rocket? Giant, no, you're not actually, mate. You're in like a giant football pitch that's in a dome. Oh, right? God, right, yep. And it's normally three-on-three. Three. Sometimes it's two-on-two. Two. You can play one-on-one, on one, but that's just humiliating. Um, and you're in a car. Right, it's got turbo boost facilities and it can jump. Right. And there's a giant football. 
So you're playing giant football in a car that's got turbo boost abilities and can jump, right? It is, it is brilliant, right? I am convinced, though, that most people, and I'm a semi-pro, yeah, that most people haven't got a flipping clue what they are doing because it's so fast, it's so nuts, it's so hard to control the football, right? It's just very every now and then I'll get a good I'll get a good hit and and get the ball first and it'll score a goal straight away. If I don't score a goal in the first three seconds, I ain't got I can't do it, right? I must have scored about seven goals in the last couple of months I've been playing it, and I, and I booted it up, right? I thought. I don't know if I can be bothered to. Oh, you're talking about the computer, not the ball. You're an idiot. And There's I thought, no I don't know. 03444991000, if you know what I'm talking about, <sighs> right? I thought, I can't even be bothered to play it. But then I noticed you got a menu on the game. I noticed a little light was flashing on it. I thought, that little light. That little light flashing that's not been there before. And it said, eSports Live. I thought, hang on a second. I clicked on it. Mm-hmm. And then it took me to a TV channel, right? American TV channel. Yeah. Right? And there were just shy of 80,000 viewers because it says they're viewers. You get live viewing figures, right? Just shy of 80,000. So more people were tuned into this channel than listened to this show. Just made me think of one of Limmy's daft wee stories. It wasn't that, was it? No. Oh, no, 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 no. no. So more people, mm. like about 20,000 more people were, were tuned into this channel then listen to this show, right? And what it was, it was three American dudes in a proper studio, like it was a sports studio. Well, we're coming up to the second match in the third game, and this is going to be a really tough game. We've got to go, uh, let's go to Chuck Brinkley now. Chuck, well, uh, this team uh, from the Midwest, they've really shown some great attitude in the last three matches, but it has to be said, they only work when they're playing as blue, and in this game, they're going to be playing as orange. And so these men were like, thinking, this, what is this, right? And then it goes, okay, we're going to go over live now to the next round. And it was eSports. It was... I was watching a live Rocket League game... Oh, my God. ...with commentary. It was wonderful. And you had people commentating on what is an insanely addictive, fast... And I was just there, because, like, oh, yeah, this is wicked. And then the game would finish, and they would do uh, match analysis with with action replays and slow-mo. And then they, they'd go to, to another expert who would say, well, well, we've seen, if we look at the stats now, we've got the stats for these guys, and this is a... And it, would, it was a, a Rocket League tournament on the telly. Now, they tried it over here years ago, about ten years ago, there was a channel called X-League. And I know this, because I got to go on there and uh, uh, um, talk about a game of Rainbow Six where you run around shooting people. Um, but I, I thought it kind of died out. But in America, video gaming is a sport. It's seen quite rightfully. Listen, if darts and snooker can be a sport, then watching people playing video games is most oh God. definitely a sport. If they can slap adverts on it, it'll yeah. be a sport. Oh, it, well, it, in America, that kids get... Kids get scholarship to colleges. You know, there's a college you have to pay for in America. And so a lot of um, uh, um, poor people and, and quite often um, black people who, you know, simply can't afford the college fees, they will get... It's, it's black and white now, but for a while it was predominantly black. So O.J. Simpson got his break. Yeah. Um, they will get a scholarship. They will get their, 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 their fees paid up for college as long as they uh, carry on doing American football or basketball. Have you ever seen the college league football as oh, well? It's, it's, it's huge. Massive. It's huge. It, yeah. It's how O.J. Simpson, second mention of the night, it's how they um, uh, they got fa- he got famous because he was doing that. And, um, and 
so I, kids get college scholarships playing video games. There's big, big sponsorship. They get they can get hundreds of thousands really? of dollars for playing video games. And I was sat there Saturday night. I was there for about forty five minutes because my internet in my ha- in, in that house is awful just and even if i shut the wi-fi down on everything else the internet is flipping awful yeah i know sam's saying that some have been considered for the olympics why the hell not um so after about it was it was glitchy so after about 30 minutes i just thought actually do you know what this is glitching too much i'm gonna go and play the game um uh, lagging i believe is the phrase um but i was for 30 minutes I was hooked. And I was thinking, if I had, if I could turn on my Xbox and it would say straight away, yeah, there's a game of uh, Call of Duty is, is being streamed live with commentary. I totally. Halo is being streamed with co- Totally. I would totally, totally watch that. Sat on the sofa, lying with my controller behind my head. That's how I use my controllers, behind my head like that. I'm a master of it. And just watching, watching these, and you don't see the people who are playing it. You don't. It's not like you're in. You know, you you get the room with the, the six computers because they're all over the world playing it. But um, you just see the game. Oh, Kath, it was so good. It was so good. And I wonder if I, if I train hard enough, if I work hard enough, could I become a professional e-sports star? Well, it's good to have goals. It really, really is. Turns out I'm rubbish at games, though. I bought Call of Duty for the first time in years. I bought that yesterday. We're going to be certainly... Uh, might have a little session on that tonight when I get back. <coughs> I'm living the dream, I'm going Ian. to kill you. I'm going to kill you. You're a terrorist. Is that the one where you can turn on your own? Um, you can have team... I believe you can have team kills in Call of Duty. My favourite, favourite thing... On, on in any game is is shooting your own teammates. I love it. I love it. It means you get a lot of these games now. Sorry, we'll stop talking about games in a bit because I realise it's a bit niche. But a lot of these games now, if you do two or more, two team kills, you automatically get banned from the server. Where sports, sports? Where the trick is, of course, what used to be used to have to be voted off the server, right? And what you do is people would start voting. Go, whoa, whoa, whoa! What are you voting for me for? He started shooting at me. Vote him off. Then they vote him off. Then you shoot someone else. There was... I did... I did once play a game. Can I... Well, I, 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 I was once playing a game, right, With the t- and there was a gentleman. Then what it is, you, you spawn, and you're in the same room, and you're working on the same team, and you build up your defences, then you go and fight, right? But then also you can kill people. And there was a gentleman, an American gentleman... Who, shall I not tell this story? I mean, I'm going to tell it delicately. Be careful. He blew us all up and shouted something offensive at us as we blew up. It was terrible, and you reported him. Oh, oh God. Oh, I did. I reported him. Totally, I reported him. It was outrageous perpetuating that kind of stereotype online. If you play games online with the American kids, though, flipping it, that N-word gets bandied around a lot. A lot. It really does. It's very a, naughty. It's a, stra- it's a strange place online. A very strange place. Um, sorry, I didn't, I didn't rambling on for ages. Well, that's my job. That's what I'm paid to do, uh, is to ramble. 0344 499 1000 is the telephone number. We have a completely clear and free switchboarded listener. I invite you to pick up the telephone and call in about anything. Here's what we've discussed so far. Video games. 
esports, the mainstream media, conspiracy theories, did we land on the moon, do snakes actually exist, what illnesses did you want as a kid, and here's one, what did you want to be called as a kid, for a long, long time, I um, um, toyed with the name John, now, it's not, I don't, Ian means John in Celtic, and it's, it's not the, um, it's not the most extravagant name to go from Ian to John, but for a lot, I remember for about a year, I would go around telling people my name was John mm. and would get called John. That's a weird thing to do, but I think kids, rightfully so, don't like their own names. They want to like, assert themselves. I always bit. wanted something more exotic, you know, like um, Brigitte, which was my French name at school. No. Why did they do that in French classes? I know. Why didn't they just say your name in, in a French accent? Well, there was more than one Catherine. This was a problem. Well, but, I mean, but in still, real life, there's more than one Catherine. Unfortunately, there is. Mm. And one of the most annoying is here in the studio with me. And it's great to have you here. 0344 499 1000 is the telephone number. This is Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. 0344. 0344- Four nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. I and mean, when there was a thing about leopards, I made a confession to a really good friend of mine this evening. Um, because you know, when you've got good friends, you can tell them things, and they don't judge you. They certainly don't mock you, and they don't bully you. Well, that good friend was Catherine Boyle, and <laughs> she did all of those things. I never. You did. You made me feel less than. You, oh, stop it. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. When does a good mate let you down? You made me go on a quest of my own. What happened was, we were watching Naked and Afraid, season three, XL. It's only episode four, and man alive, everyone's dropping like flies. And there was a large, there was a shot of a large feline creature prowling through the, well, it wasn't woods, it was the jungle. It's the yeah, jungle. What's the, the rainforest. What's the difference between woods and the jungle? Jungle is more. Don't give me one of your. Don't give me one of your clever, clever, funny answers. This is a genuine question, okay? We've got a lot of young people listening clever, to clever, us. Clever, clever, funny. I mean, how little do you think of me? A lot after the you way a... you treated me I was this evening. Say jungle's more snaky. You don't get snakes hanging out of trees in the clever, woods. Clever, clever, funny. Unless it's in the Gruffalo woods. Um. So, um. By the way, I think the phones are broken. Yeah. Because no one's calling in, and I, I'm 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 churning out gold here, guys. Mm. I'm like that goose. Uh, what got stolen by that uh, boy? Um, so th- this 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 creature came on the screen, and it prowled through the jungle, and it had spots. And after a few seconds of it being on, I went, "That's a leopard." And Catherine got looked at me, and I went, "I cannot instantly." recognize i don't know the difference between a leopard and a tiger so so when i see and i know either of the two creatures right they're both they both look like big yellow cats with black marks right well one's orange well and this is absolutely true I if you showed me now i could because it's in my head but if you if, if you just came up to me in the street and said what's that and showed me a picture of either a leopard or a tiger you wouldn't get an answer for three seconds because in my head i have to go a leopard never changes its Spots, spots. That's a that's a, a leopard, or a leopard never changes its spots. That stripes. That's a tiger. If it's Good. a tiger, that'll be slightly longer to answer because I have to go through the leopard never changes its spots 
It's stripes. It's a tiger. But the bad news in this whole story is it was a jaguar. Well, no. It, let's and then not I even, had to look up what a difference between a, a leopard and a jaguar was. Let's not and even it bring. Turns out a continent. Let's not even. Let's not even bring that into this. This is just. This, I don't want to confuse it for the kind listeners. Of important. Let's focus on this. I told you this, right? That I use this simple mnemonic. A what? I use this simple mnemonic. <laughs> To tell the difference between leopards and tigers. Because I... I, Because... Okay. There must have been... I'm 44, right? The same age as Dara O'Brien. There must have been in my life... Five times I've had to tell the difference. And not one of them has been (laughs) life-threatening. Not one, right? (laughs) So five times... That works out about once every eight or nine years... Mm. I've got to go... I've got to tell the difference between a leopard and a tiger. So it's not a skill. It's not a honed skill. It's not... It's not a a, a carefully... It's not as sharp as a pencil. I can... I can tell the difference between a car and a bus. Because I do that every day. Yeah. I I drive a car. I don't drive a bus. Pen, pencil. Pen, pencil. Yeah, exactly, right? But leopard, tiger... (sighs) Orange apple. So, um, if you guys use mnemonics uh-huh. to help you out, mnemonics. A L N A L N C I S. What's that? A leopard never changes its spots, its stripes. It's a tiger. See, um, I don't think it's that. Um, I don't think it's um, that upsetting that's i don't think it's that um sorry i'm confused at the moment um because a mate is, is feel this knife in my back um i don't think it's as rare as you think it is i suspect that most people listening to this show now would struggle to tell the difference between a leopard no. and a tiger instantly no instantly i don't think they would instantly Do you know the difference between a, a lion and a tiger you're you're an ass <laughs> You're an ass. What? That's what you are. I'm just asking. A lion has a mane. Not always. A L H M. Where's the A? A lion. H M. Yeah, no, I'd got. Well, I'd, I'd, I'd get rid of superfluous letters just to speed things up. I don't want to. I'm, not, I'm working at lightning speed here. Oh, um, good evening, Dennis. Good evening, Ian. How are you? Oh, you're still alive. Or is this a recording? Listen to me. I've just had another great-grandson. Turn your... Talking about about a dozen. Flipping radio off. Hey, you is talking. Yeah, I know it's me who's talking, but uh, turn it off. I have done, right. Fair enough. Anyway, how are you and your... Congratulations! What's he called? Hey? What? I believe Jesse. He's a big Jesse. Well, I wouldn't say that, but uh, because it's like oh, Jesse well, James. I'm teasing. That's, that's that's a lovely name. That's a fantastic. And everyone's healthy and well and safe. Everybody's healthy and safe. Yeah, beautiful. we're still knocking along. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Isn't anyway, that how are you? Yeah, I'm all right, thank you, Dennis. I'm, 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 your news. That's um, that's delightful. Jesse's a great name. And um, uh, how many great grandchildren have you got now? Six. Flipping. Under the age of eight. Flipping. We haven't got a girl amongst them, that's a rotten part. Well, they... they... Had one that's had spot of rotten, but maybe I'll be beside the point. We yeah, seem to produce... Oh, that's off to go and fetch ladies in. Yes, well, that's, um... I... Anyway, you carry on. I'm just wondering to let you know everything's OK. Go and have a glass of whiskey and smoke a cigar. OK. Cheers, with this. Ta-ta, congratulations. There we go, that's nice, isn't it? 92, 93, and there's, um, a little baby in the world. Isn't that nice? Isn't that nice? 
Um, puts me out of pocket um, because I've obviously got a bet that he'll die at some point. And, um, he, and he's clinging on. He's clinging and they're on, reproducing. Clinging on for dear life. Maybe we should do the story about the five-year-old girls wearing hijabs at school. I mean, maybe we should because we're getting no... No. We're getting, we we've that. had one phone call this hour from some drunk old boy. I just wanted to boast. Yeah, exactly, from a boaster. So maybe we should do the hijabs. And maybe we just say, if you want to come on and boast, this is the place. Well, here's, here's James's Twitter poll. Schoolgirls as young as five are wearing hijabs for school uniforms. Should this be allowed? Just have a guess what the majority went for. Well, they're a liberal-minded bunch, aren't they? No. no. Uh, well, the, the correct answer is, of course, no. Right, but eighty-five percent. Well, why would you do a Twitter? Well, well, surely I would. Surely you do a Twitter poll, not picking on James at all. But you do a Twitter poll where you're unsure of what the answer is going to be. You're unsure as to what the listenership thinks. You're unsure as to which way their minds are going to go because you want to analyse the data as it comes in and unpick it and try to understand what's going on. So, like, should five-year-old girls be allowed to wear hijabs? No. Instead, you go, is this a tiger or is this a leopard? I'm trying to generate conversation and you're just blocking me every single time. (laughs) Just blocking me. Just that barrier is coming down every single time, blocking me. And I'm I'm trying to open up avenues. I'm doing improv here, basically, guys. I do a three-hour improv comedy show every single night. And one of the rules of improv is... Um, you don't block people. So if I say, if we do a scene and I say, oh, do you fancy a cup of tea? You don't just go, no. I wouldn't. I'd always say, yes, you've never made me No, it's improv. Tea. There isn't a it? cup of tea here. Oh. Jesus, you're really doing my nutting. There, if we were improvising. Yes, and a biscuit. There we go. Uh, uh, I'm all out of biscuits, but I could pop to the shop and get you some. Yes, and a packet of Rothmans. I don't smoke. When, if you don't smoke, why do you want the Rothmans? Yes. Because you said that as we were improvising. And you don't say yes all the time. Now you're being I facetious. You have to say yes and. Can we, are there any, are there any, um, this is what we want. Joe, I'll come to you in a second. I've been asking for calls and then we get one and I put them off. Can yes we, are, and. Shut up. Mm-hmm. Can we, are there any professional comedians uh, and improvisers? It's a great talent. I don't know if um, Josie Lawrence or Paul Merton uh, uh, or Richard Vranch at the piano are listening. Um, sorry? But if they are, I'd really appreciate just five, ten minutes of your time and we'll improvise um, a little scene. If they're not listening, maybe you have um, um, uh, improvised professionally. Maybe you teach it. 0344 499 1000. We'll improvise because it will be nice for me to flex my muscles, my creative comedic muscles. Not again. Without, without that. Without exactly what you just did then. <laughs> Without that. And so what we'll do is we'll, we'll do it and Catherine will remain silent, although she'd probably be trying to stifle the laughter. Um, so we'll do that. 0344 499 1000. Good, e- good evening, Joe. Hello, hello, Ian. Hello. The difference between a leopard and a tiger. What are you like, Ian? <laughs> Sorry. It's so funny. What is going on with you? Have you been doing helium? No, no, I just can't stop laughing, man. What is wrong with you, man? Because <laughs> it's so funny. Ian, why would, you, uh, why would you need to know the difference? And the jungle has a canopy. That's what makes a jungle a jungle. Oh, my God, it's like a nature program. Nature with Ian. Are you on amphetamines? 
No, no, I'll tell you what, tell the truth here, like, truthfully, yeah. I'm waiting to get paid at 12.10, I can leave here at about 11.45, run down to the garage, get paid, then do some shopping, so, mate, but just, you make me laugh at you, so, anyway, how's your coffee addiction going? Um, I'm, well, still... I'm still on the, I'm, I'm on decaffeinated, I haven't had caffeine for... <laughs> Ian, they talk about fake news, man, talk about your fake coffee, tell me about your <laughs> fake coffee, go on, go on. Uh, okay, your well... Addiction. Okay. Go on. Well, I don't drink... <laughs> Coffee or tea anymore? <laughs> you can fake one, like fake yeah. news being a cup. <laughs> yeah, sorry, Ian, you've changed so much. You've changed so much. Okay, <laughs> uh, 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 yeah. Uh, 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 well, you talk to him, Cass. No, no. no. <laughs> sorry, he's changed. He's changed so much. Yeah. What was he like before? And you're an anarchist. What was he like before, Joe? What was he like before? Yeah. He used to say, he used to say, oh, it's nothing worse than people talking about their children on the radio, right? <laughs> and then you tune in, oh my God. Tonight is really brilliant, he hasn't mentioned them. Nice one, Ian. A nice one. And yeah, he keeps talking about his kids, right? and guess what? He talks about numchuckers and this and that and Bruce Lee videos with them. He doesn't say how old they are. I don't know whether this child is like two weeks old, right? Or eight or sixteen. You know, it's really hard to make sense of it. <laughs> well, Joe, jo- they are seven and five. I don't care. It's nothing worse than people, other people talking about their kids. <laughs> and you've changed. Anyway. <laughs> Where were we? Where was the other thing? Oh, I've forgotten him. I've forgotten. Damn. Damn. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You, you were talking the other day about, about, you know, when you forgot a new piece of music and you can't stop listening to it? Yes. Well, guess what, man? I've been listening to this mix, right? This mix from my beefer from some club, right? <laughs> and I cannot get further than this song by Superflu. Every time it ends, right? I rewind it and it's Donna Summer just prior to it, and I rewind it, and sometimes, right, I go in the kitchen, or all go in the bathroom, and it creeps along maybe five, seven minutes into the next song, and I can't help but go back in. What are they called? Superfruit? No, super, um, super flu. Stop laughing. Yeah, I'm being serious. I'm going to my notes now. <laughs> it's a Solomon mix of super flu. Okay. <laughs> Mate, it's um, anyway. Okay. Anyway, I missed your tag, your game of tag. Yes, you did, didn't you? Oh, why did oh, you not? Why did you not turn up? Because I didn't put it in the diary, and you know, the lad from Brighton. I was going to set the train at Lewis, jump on and do my home in every carriage, go stand and deliver and have him go. I'll give him no quarter so I know it's him. <laughs> Would have been great. Would have been great. So there we go. Oh, 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 mate. Oh, yeah. Isn't it great? Whoa, mate. Isn't it? Isn't it? Isn't it? Whoa, mate. I can't wait to go shopping at 10 past 12. I can't wait. I'll hurry up, clock. I've waited seven, seven, eight days, man. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Across the UK, online and on DAB. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Um, well, there's text from Darren. Hi, Kath. Oh. You a top babe. Would you be impressed by a bowl of Frosties? My last girlfriend, not like it, must be Cocoa Pops fan. It's from Darren in London there. Um, I follow a gentleman on, on Twitter 
and he's I'm trying to persuade him to come on the show. And so far, no joy. Um, is Steve Cumberland. Yes. At the Cumbo, C-U-M-B-O, one. And he's a really, he's a really down-to-earth, honest guy. He's a good bloke. He's obviously a very spiritual bloke, and he's a talented bloke. And um, he posts v- vlogs and things like that. He also posts himself doing songs. I'm going to play you. This is him. He's, and this is, what is amazing about this, right? Steve Cumberland. What is amazing is he is improvising this song in his car. Okay. Making it up. Talking about improvisation. and Making it up totally on the spot. Um, I don't think there's any swears in this, but have a listen. Have a listen to this. Hang on a second. Okay. Here we go. Don't laugh, give it time. It's just making up on the spot. What you want? Baby, I got it by the bucket load. Yo, what you need? Baby, I got it by the shed load. What makes you excited? Baby, I got it by the back load. What makes you horny? Maybe I got it by the bucket load. What you want? You will not be able to stop singing this. Baby, I got it by the bucket load. Oh, what's your neck, 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 Baby, I got it by the shed load. What makes you excited? Baby, I got it by the bucket load. Oh, baby. Yeah, yeah. Baby, I got a shed low. Basically, what I'm trying to say is, what you need, I got it in there. Yeah, baby, what I'm trying to say is, what you want, I got it in there. Yeah, basically, what I'm trying to say is, yeah. What you need, it's in me, y'all, y'all. <laughs> yeah, what I'm trying to say is, why, why am I getting so many angry? <laughs> why am I getting so many angry faces? There we go. That's that. I like. He's I, got it in there. Where? Well, I, I was listening to that yesterday. I could not stop singing. What you need, <laughs> baby? I got it by the bucket load. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't stop singing it. I couldn't stop. Sign of a it. hit. Uh, honestly, I I thoroughly recommend um, you, you follow um, Steve Cumberland at the Combo uh, One C U M B O Number One because it is it, it, it is absolutely superb. The stuff he's putting out there. Um, someone he did a Q and A the other day. Some big names were sending him questions. Marcus Brigstock was one of them. But one of the questions was brilliant. Right, so he's just doing this live Q and A. One of the questions was, isn't sleep weird? Because it's the only thing you have to pretend to be doing to then do. And it makes sense. You go to bed, you pretend to be asleep, and then you fall asleep. 
Yeah. You can't, it's like, you can't go, oh, and then you sleep. You've got to pretend to be asleep. This is, Steve, this is, you're not combo, are you, Steve? Combo? No, oh, it's, it's a different Steve. We were oh, talking about Steve, Steve Cumberland. Cumberland. No, no. I, I, I do like a sausage, but I do not know Steve Cumberland. Okie dokie. Well, that's, um, that's a shame. Steve, what have you got <laughs> for us, man? Um, you wanted to do some improvisation. I haven't done it for years, but... If you need somebody, I'm here for you. Tell me, uh, oh, and uh, I like that. Oh, straight away, I feel I could c- confidently play some trust games with you. Um, whereas if I were to play it with Kath, I get the feeling, and excuse me if this is too harsh, I'll end up with a bloody nose as I fall flat on the floor. But I know Steve yeah, no. would catch me. <laughs> I, I wouldn't even let you fall. Give us, um, give us a little bit of your background, Steve. Where did you do improv? Oh, oh, I, 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 I want to say I studied drama, but I didn't. Does anyone? I, I went to, I, no, I went to, um, a, a youth theatre that did drama. Yeah. Started yeah. off. Yeah. And then nice. part of the young rep in Birmingham. Mm. Birmingham. Beautiful. I can, I can hear my echo and I have got an accent. I apologise. No, that's fine. There's this, there's, if I, sometimes if I move you over here, that might get rid of the echo, but then it might not. I can't, there's something, the phone's here, it, I've decided a pony. Um... <laughs> So when was the last time you did a little bit of the old, uh, the old improv, Steve? Um, uh, about 20 years ago, I'm going to yeah. be honest. Here's the thing, it's like riding a bike. It's tiring on the legs, but also, um, you, d- you never really forget it. You might be a bit wobbly for the first bit, but once we get round the corner and get on the main road, you're going to be flying. Um, you really got- hurt yourself doing it. Don't be, don't be, it's don't not be like riding a bike. You, you're not part of this. Your buttocks tighter. You're not part I of this. I love Kath, but she's a bit facetious tonight. Thank you very much. Outrageous. Indeed. Do you want to go for it, Steve? Go on. Right. Um, Catherine. No, I'm not joining in. Can you <laughs> give us a location that we're at, please? Okay. You are in the laundrette. Okay. And can you um, give us an item that one of us is holding? Y fronts. Okay. Okay. And a bit base, but and then can you give us something <laughs> can you give us something funny to say? Is this your cucumber? Okay. Um Hey hey, hello. Hi, how are you? All oh right, I, 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 I couldn't see you, sorry. Uh, you you must have been out the back. I I was yeah, I was just putting the cat out. Um oh you have a cat, do you? Yes, yes. It's a ginger tom. But it's here with me at the moment. Good. Um, this is the this is the laundrette, isn't it? Yes, yes. We've got the machines here. Oh, Did there. you need some help with your smalls? There, there. Yes, I've got my Y fronts with me. Um, and uh, not. I would love to. I'd love to get them cleaned. Well, we've got a full automatic wash, yep. or we do do a personalised hand wash. Really, which is an extra three pounds fifty. And what's the price for the for the just the normal standard wash? Uh, that'll be uh, £2 in the machine. I think I'll go for that, please. Don't you not interested in a personal hand wash? Uh, now you mention it, yes, I am. I'll go for that, please. Thank you very much. Um, would you like to wait, or would you like to come back for them in 20 minutes? I've brought a book, so if it's all right with you, I'm going to sit on that chair over there and I'll read. That wouldn't... Well, at least that's what you want to do. Yes, I do. You can can sit and read and I'll wash your wife and... Okay, well, thanks very much. Okay, enjoy the book. What what, what book are you reading? It's, um, a book, uh, uh, it's a book on how to kill, um, people who work in laundrettes. 
You're the third person this week who's coming with that book. And scene! That is how oh, you do it. That was brilliant, Steve. Did you hear what he's oh, doing? Thank you. Yeah, thank you. he's washing. Are you what? doing it? Are you washing, I'm washing now? Yes. Yeah. Brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. I, I felt bring like my I own could, sink with me when I almost hear the, the water. That's how good his improv was. I've got the cucumber, but okay, I'm not going to be. I was going to do the cucumber. No, I thought the cucumber was. I thought she was just being a dick by suggesting that. Steve! That was brilliant. That was out. And, and dear listener, what you've heard there is it was. Well, I, I absolutely promise you. I don't know, Steve. We have not rehearsed that. That was not rehearsed. We didn't know Catherine was going to say those things. That literally just came out of the, the, the off the top of our heads. Um, and there's you, Steve, saying you felt a bit rusty. That was brilliant. I mean, I carried you for most of it, but by the end, I, I, I felt that. I, yeah, I felt that. Yeah. yeah, I thought reading the book helped me a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was, that was my gift to you. The book was my gift to you. Um, <laughs> Steve, do you think? That this is uh, maybe this might prompt you to get back and doing a little bit of theatre again. I do want to. I do want to. I've got. I haven't got much on at the moment, but it's it's money, isn't it? You don't get you don't get no. paid no. so much these days no. unless you're Daniel popular. Craig, yes, or Halle Berry. Well, Steve, I thoroughly enjoyed that, mate. Thank you. Thank you. So did I. Beautiful. I, I enjoyed that. We'll speak so, again uh, soon. You, you there, take care. Thank yeah. you, mate. Thank you. There, that was, that's it. That was it. Well, how how lovely. When are you next on holiday? Because you take quite a lot of holidays and they're quite long. I would like to get Steve in one night because it'll be, it'll be well, just be nice. now if you want. I'm fine. It will be nice for me to work with someone as giving as Steve it and as respectful it? as Steve. Yeah. I'm still talking. So I think we will we'll look into that, Steve. Thank you, buddy. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Um we're playing with improv. Late night conversation. Wealth losing sleep over. The late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Watch a knee. Baby, I got it by the shed low. It's a great song. <laughs> what I particularly like with the um, little... <sighs> those bits mm-hmm. in there that he just throws in. Yep, yep, yep. He's a master, isn't he? Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. i tell you what, after midnight, we'll kind of have a little recap of um, what we've discussed so far. But I cannot stress uh, enough um, that you can call in about absolutely anything you want. If you want to call in about the story about hijabs in school, I mean... <sighs> I know that's what will be on all the other radio stations right now. Um, so, I mean, but you can. If you want to call in about that stuff, then um, you're very welcome to call in about that stuff. Someone on Twitter has said that they are um, showing um, eSports on BBC Three. But that's online as well now, oh. so much of just go online. Yeah. Or on the iPlayer. Now, this this um, Jordan's tour is not seemingly going according to plan. Wow. Pricey is heckled by drunk tramp. Tell you what, find some tour dates for Kate Price, Katie Price, and um, pick a venue and see how many tickets are left. Because norm- now when you book tickets, you get to choose tickets. Oh, Went into town on Saturday in London and um, took the boys to the Lego store, the M&M store. It's something to do, isn't it? Then we went and saw the Horrible Histories play at the Garrick Theatre. Now, I love the Horrible Histories television series. I quite enjoyed the Horrible Histories movie. If I'm honest, I found the live show a little bit disappointing. 
it, it felt like um, the sort of show I used to tour around schools after I graduated from college. It felt that, but with, with much, much better costumes. And, um... Well... Sorry? It seems like the, um... Talking about the Katie Price tour, because you asked me to have a look. Yes. Looks like the... She's managed to sell out the Theatre Royal Brighton. Oh. That's pretty good, right? Well, that's pretty good. I do wonder... 20-odd pounds a pop. Yeah, I do wonder... Um, I think I may be wrong. I'm trying to look because I can't pick a seat. Look, does that mean sold out? Well, does that mean it's happened? No, it's on the sixth of what? This so it's this week. Hang on, Katie Price, uh, Brighton. But I bet. Well, I bet. Well, Brighton. It's it's her crowd, isn't it? Hang on, best available. Audience with Katie Price, Brighton. Um, no, it looks like I might be able to, but you can't choose seats for some reason. Uh, hang on a minute. Yeah, mate, there's loads of... T- oh, flipping oh, right, it, there's yeah. loads of tickets. You click on the stalls, oh, um, right, okay. and there are rows of seats that are left. Right. I would say that's about... Let's be generous. Um, That's about three-fifths of the tickets in the stalls are gone. That's be- And that's being generous. Um... Let's have a look at the... I bet, well, I bet the, the gods are going to be empty. How do you... Uh... Well, the Stokes... Stokes is doing all right. These are the ones that are available, the colours. Right, but that's just the stalls, isn't it? What about the, the, the circle? Yeah, that's stalls front. Hang on. Yeah, exactly. And there's two empty rows there. Um, uh... Oh, dear. Yeah. Go on. Well, that's the stool's rear. Oh, flipping heck. So she's not even sold out. Poor thing. I mean, flipping heck. Um, so I don't want to look at the stalls of Brighton. I want to, I want to look at the uh, the gods. Hang on a second. I do find these websites very, very confusing. Mm. Very confusing. Um, select my own. Best available. Uh, let's have a look in the the second circle. Let's have a little look, see. Uh, that my own? Right, so we're looking the we're looking the royal circle. So that's the up from the stalls, mate. It's empty. It's empty. She's got to have sold about two hundred seats. They're really big places, though, aren't they? Yeah, flipping heck. Um. We should try and get her on. I wouldn't mind speaking to Katie. I oh. quite like Katie Price. I met her once years and years ago. I did some. I, t- I hosted a video games award show on ITV Saturday morning on ITV with um, Holly Willoughby, and um, Katie Price was uh, was one of the people. And I, I I I thought she was nice. I thought she was sweet. I thought she was filthy, and I thought she was very funny. And I felt I felt a bit, I feel a bit sorry for her. Feel a little bit sorry for her, um, and no one likes it. You know, we're we're doing a tour on a much smaller scale, right? And you know, I, I felt devastated that when we went to Newcastle, we'd sold I think fifty or sixty tickets in a place that could hold three hundred, mm-hmm. and I felt crushed by that. You know, but, but, but you've kind of got to know. Well, we knew we were overshooting with that kind of oh, size. Oh yeah, yeah, place, yeah. And, and Hull and Scunthorpe that we're playing in, I don't think we'll get too many there. But it's 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 a pun. 
but um there is I, there is this 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 thing now of um and i don't know what this act is we'll read the story in a minute oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand if you've been i'd love to speak to you if you're thinking of going i'd love to speak to you um there is this thing now of doing an evening with where there's not actually a show it's just someone being interviewed and then taking questions from the audience now i think that that's acceptable as 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 part of the evening like the audience the evening with eddie large um but we made sure that i mean that show ran for about three hours the evening with eddie large two and a half hours and the first half was him doing a set and he's an old bloke and he's, he's full of stories and he was doing a set and then the second half we had clips and all of that kind of stuff it is very easy to um to get a star and sell tickets on an evening with and you don't put you saw how much work i put into that eddie large show yeah and you don't put any work into it because you just think well <laughs> it, we've got the name here i mean oh those ticket sales are uh, uh 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 shocking um let's have a look at the liverpool empire let's see what's going on there let's have a look at the stalls for the li- oh flip it heck She's got to cancel that. She has got to cancel that. She front stalls. She sold about sixty tickets for Liverpool. How how far away is that? How long away? That's the twenty seventh that? of, of, of September. If I'm right, I think the Liverpool Empire holds about two thousand. It's a massive theatre. It is a massive theatre. Tell her, we're not getting her on to take the mickey out so of her. I, put, I said, there's no tricks, no agenda. Um, I, I, I've got a real soft spot for her, and I, I, um, I worry. Here's my worry about Katie Price. Not my main concern. I do worry that, do you remember Anna Nicole Smith? And how we all laughed at the car crash of her life, marrying an 80-year-old billionaire. I think and... she was as switched on as Katie is. No, no, you're absolutely right. I'm not in any way suggesting that Katie is, is involved in drugs and alcohol. I'm sure she's not. Uh, well, I actually like to drink, but I'm sure she's not at all. But we all laughed at her, and we laughed at her for marrying an old bloke for his money, and we laughed at her drunk on telly, and we and then she died. And I'm not in any way suggesting that that, that, that Katie Price is in a similar situation. You're right; I think she's got her head screwed on. But 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 but, um, it's easy to laugh at people. It's easy to laugh at people. Um. And some people deserve to be laughed at. Some people deserve ridicule. I don't think she does. The thing is with her is that because it, it would appear that she's laid everything out for the for people to watch, she hasn't actually. I think she keeps quite a lot to herself. Um, but she has turned part of her life into, you know, her business, hasn't she? Yeah. People think it's it's open season on her. Yeah, of course and, I do. And on her children and on her partners, yeah. present and past. And there has to be a line. There has to be a line, and you know, she's a human being, and I think people forget that. And they think they're punching her, up, don't they? Fair play to her for trying something different and new, yeah. and having a go. Yeah. Katie Price's UK tour kicked off in chaos as she was heckled by a drunk tramp who wandered in from the street. Well, that's down to the theatre. That's the theatre's problem. The intruder stumbled towards the sh- stage, shouting, "All right, what's going on here?" Security guards grabbed him before he could reach the loose women's star. Shaking Kate shrieks, you've got such a small dick, pee off. You're ruining my show, you are not welcome here, goodbye. Good for her, it's the right thing to say, security shouldn't have let him in. 
the intrusion added to a shambolic opening night for an audience with Katie Price at the Charter Theatre in Preston. Although she posted a photo online claiming the 780-seater venue was packed for her first performance, it was half empty. But those who did show up proved to be a restless crowd. Fans answered phone calls, sent texts, and wandered off to the bar during the performance. In a bid to hold their attention, the model unleashed a string of shocking confessions, anecdotes, and a sick joke, sick sex joke about her dying mother, Amy, and stepdad, Paul, in front of her 11-year-old son, Junior. Um, well, the joke isn't reprinted here, so I don't know. Often we joke about people that are dying because that's the way we deal with things. Also, she's got she's got a naughty sense of humour. Junior, whose dad is singer Peter Andre, and boy, doesn't he look like him. He's a beautiful boy. Shook his head and giggled nervously as he sat on a sofa on stage. The youngster embarrassed her by telling the audience she farts a lot. He added, when you fart, they are bad farts. They are farts that no one can describe. Sometimes you get farts every five seconds. Mum of five, Kate, who called her son a cheeky SH1T, said, I have to confess, even my neighbour calls me pipes. I do it all the time and it's disgusting. Um, this is a great anal- analysis of, that's a, that's a word I struggle with, analysis, of her farts. I've not done it since I've sat here because I don't want to start because I've got this dress on and it's white. Oh, God. I googled it and I think I've got a problem. The normal amount is between 10 and 20 times a day, and it's not normal to do it 40 or 60 times. I'm in that category. Thanks, Junior. I'm supposed to be a lady. Um, uh, uh, listen, <clears throat> is it a show that I'd go to? <clears throat> I wouldn't pay 20 quid to go and see it. Someone gave me a couple of free tickets and I was free. Yeah, of course I would. I'd go along. <clears throat> But um, don't think it's for you, is it? No, it's not for me. It's I, well, I wonder who it is for. I wonder. I mean, she's on Loose Women, yeah. So that that attracts an audience, a huge audience. Um, I wonder who it is for. Brighton, I thought she would have sold well because I'd imagine she appeals to a lot of gay men. Yeah. Um, but that uh, hasn't. Um, I'd be interested. She probably won't come on because well, Avasta. Well, you know, and um, uh, it would be nice to have it. would be nice to have a chat with her anyway because. Um, I don't know. I just think it'll be good. Um, gosh, look at the time. A second hour down. I don't feel we've really started the show yet. We'll start the show properly. We're just sat here gabbing. Well, that's what the show is, isn't it? Yeah. It's just us gabbing, I've realised. And if people... And I will say it. Maybe people don't call in if you're sat here. But I'm not saying it to have a pop. No, I don't and know. I honestly don't mind. I honestly <clears throat> don't mind going somewhere else if people feel more comfortable. I, well, I don't... I don't... I don't know. I enjoy. I'm enjoying gabbing. So we'll just carry on. Um, we'll carry on gabbing. This is what the show is. You you can you can join in the conversation at any moment. If you dial the phone number, which I will give you shortly, uh, you'll speak to Sam. He will take your name and number. I'm getting bunged up again. I've not got me. Uh, not got me Vix. Um, he will take your name and number and give you a call back. So it will cost you pennies if it indeed it costs you anything. And you can come on and talk about absolutely anything you want. As long as you don't swear, as long as you're not libelous, that is, you know, that's it. Um, we've chatted about a ridiculous amount of stuff over the last two hours. i tell you what we'll do. We'll give you time to um, uh, de- deprogram yourself a little bit and just, I don't know, slip into your pyjamas, climb into your fresh, clean sheets, and um, then we'll come back from the news and we'll give you a, a full summary of what we've talked about so far and we'll talk about some more bits and pieces. The phone number, very, very simple. 0344 
499 This is the Late Night Alternative. I'm Ian Lee. This is Talk Radio. Talk Radio. Another hour to go, or will it go on longer? 0344 You're listening to Talk Radio. Across the UK, online and on DAB. Take a far out trip into the twilight zone of late night radio with Ian Unmissable late night radio with the original king of unconventional conversation. Make contact with Ian Lee. The late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Um, oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. So you've just joined in. What? have you missed so far we have talked about playing tag and my back is so stiff i was really reaching this time last time i didn't reach so much i played with my arms more this time at the the weekend when uh, we played tag on sunday thank you to everyone who came it was so nice to meet you i hope they all had a lovely you know felt that they had a lovely time and enjoyed themselves and um I hope that we that you know everyone felt they received as much attention as as everyone else. You know, I didn't. I was trying to make sure we spread our time uh, evenly with everyone. It was, it was about fifty people turned mm. up to play tag in Amazing. the park. It was lovely, wasn't it? And we had um, these. Oh, we've got the thing to the speaker's corner to yeah. play. We'll play it. How long is it? It's about what well, I reckon about twenty five minutes. About twenty five minutes. Mm. Beautiful. There we go. All right. Well, we'll we'll play that. We'll we'll, uh, we'll I tell you what. We'll end the show on that. We'll end the show on that, young uh, Sam. You do some maths. It's good. A um, little little thing that we uh, recorded in uh, in the speaker's corner. Where it gets a bit tense. I'll be honest with you. Um, and uh, there are some outspoken views. I will warn you all. There are some outspoken views that some of you might find offensive. But I'm obsessed with Speaker's Corner. I ordered a book on it yesterday. Oh, that's what I was going to play. Right, we're in. We're in. Um, I, I, uh, um, I ordered a book on Speaker's Corner because, and it, it's going it's, it's, to, A, it was cheap, and B, it's, it, I think it gives a bit of the history of Speaker's Corner. And um, it's got loads of pictures through the years. Okay? Yeah. Um, and then I was sort of, I was Googling around last night and um was reading about it on Wikipedia, and it, it's a really fascinating area. And then I found some recordings of people on Speaker's Corner. Now, where is it? Just indulge me a second. I found this brilliant website, soundsurvey.org.uk, right? And basically... They have got recordings from the 1920s right up to the present day of, um, well, I think it's London. I'm not sure if it's just London. I don't know. This uh, this bit, is, oh, yeah, it's London Sound Survey. There we go. Um, and so, look, for example, all right, uh, there's a, all right, here's a town crier from 1939. Oh, let's listen to this. It's a town crier. From 1939, one of the more obscure public announcements to follow Neville Chamberlain's um, declaration of war was made by the common crier on the 4th of September 1939. Um, The location of the recording isn't given, but it's outdoors and there's traffic noise in the background. Here we go. This is it. Listen to this. It takes a while to... Here it comes. This is 1939 we're listening to. 
This is great. This is great. I'm not the dance star. I am the sword bearer and acting common star. I was a common star for Olympia. A little bit of banter with the BBC staff. <laughs> That traffic. I'm ready, you ready? By the King, a proclamation specifying the articles to be treated as contraband of war. George R.I. Whereas a state of war exists between us on the one hand and Germany on the other. And whereas it is necessary to specify the articles which it is our intention to treat as contraband of war. Contraband of war. Now, therefore, we do hereby declare by and with the advice of our Privy Council that during the continuance of the war, or until we do give further public notice, the articles enumerated in Schedule 1 here too will be treated as absolute contraband. And the articles enumerated in Schedule 2 here too will be treated as conditional contraband. Schedule 1. A. All kinds of arms, ammunition, explosives, chemicals, or appliances suitable for use in chemical warfare. Wow. And machines for their manufacture or repair. Wow. Chemicals or contraband that could be used to make chemical weapons. That is 4th of September, 1939. Nothing's changed, man. Mm -hmm. Nothing's changed. Um, this is, I mean, this is, there's so much here. I was playing the kids to um, my five-year-old last night. Oh, the kids. We'll, we'll do that one in a minute. It's spooky, isn't it? Let's, um, where was, uh, there's quite a few of, uh, here we go, Speaker's Corner, 1937. Um, uh, uh, um, here we go. This is a guy speaking about the Civil War in Spain. Hyde Park, early July. 1937 and this is taken from a 78 rpm transcription disc that the bbc made right, this is incredible he's talking about the spanish civil war how much an what time does the meeting commence? Will you stand a little close to the microphone? Stop shaking, will you? I shall continue to do so unless made absolute. And I purpose how it can be made, made so. Now shut my mouth. Therefore, to me, non-intervention as regards space is all moonshine and unbalanced. Now shut my mouth. This is incredible. Shut my mind, you look like Milton. Evidence 
They're singing a song called Two Lovely Black Eyes, which is about a bloke who gives up on politics who gets beaten up. Isn't that incredible? They're all dead. They're all dead. Incredible. What was the one with the kids? There was one where there's... Children's singing game. Yeah. Wandsworth, 1938. This recording was made at Heathcote School, Wandsworth, in June of 1938. Heathcote School has either disappeared completely or has been renamed since no mention of it can be found on the Wandsworth Council website or anything else on the internet. Pre-war Wandsworth was a predominantly working-class district. Let's have a listen to this. I wonder if you can tell me if there are any other singing games that you play. Yes, they go round the moon. That sounds most interesting. I've never heard of that one before. How do you play that? Make a ring and dance round and sing and cock your legs up and then say oops. Oh, that sounds a very jolly one. And then after you've said whoops, um, what happens? Do you start going round the other way again? Yes. That sounds very interesting. Are you going to play that now? Yes. I'd love to see it. Thank you very much. Let's mm-hmm. have one more, because I'm imagining not every... Julie, I'll come to you in a second. Imagine everyone's not getting the same buzz that we are. But, flip it, it's, it's such a good site. Soundsurvey.org.uk. You can get lost in it, man. It's incredible. Um, um, this one caught my eye. Fortune Teller, 1939. Women's voices very rarely appear in pre-war actuality recordings. Men address groups and crowds as a matter of course in business, politics and religion. Women's voices had a more limited public role, speaking in the schoolroom and as part of a few other occupations, including female bus conductors from the time of the First World War. Otherwise, women typically spoke to others in a one-to-one manner during the course of their work. This 1939 recording features a fortune teller at the August Bank Holiday Fair on Hampstead Heath. Young lady has a very good lifeline. Two sensitive conditions, really. Rather highly strung nerves, inclined to be a little bit depressed very often. Inspiration, artistic tastes, good business qualities. Am I right? You're connected with profession, aren't you? Because the musical business shows there. Generous, but inclined to be a bit cautious over some things. Rather imaginative, worry over trifles which you shouldn't. Uh, The babyhood days, up to the age of 15 to 20, Lays pretty good, over 21 better. You have the gift of capability on your hands, you see. And she's a girl, you know, likes things very so, 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 so. Am I right? Yes, you are right, exactly. And uh, do you have anything to do with fine art? Well, Artistic uh, work, yes, more I profession, do. aren't you? No, I'm well, writing. Yes, yes the gift of well, the clerical work shows there, you see. There's losses of one or two people showed by this, but not late. You're not wearing a wedding ring either. No. How old are you, 19? Hmm? 
25. Don't look it, does she? <laughs> well, 25 should be much better than 19 to 22. You ought to be wearing a ring to a gentleman tall like yourself. <laughs> Am I right? Maybe, yes. Yes. You should be wearing a ring on the finger here. With a gentleman, I don't know whether he's in the company or not. No. I feel there's a gentleman very, very close to you. You get these psychic powers, you know. Uh, do you know the name of Angeline? Angeline? No. Ange. Ange. Hey. It's similar. Ange. I can't quite get his name. It's foreign. Maybe Andrew. Also the name of Mari. Mari? Yes. Maybe Eva, Eva Ange. I can't quite get the names. As I want to tell you, it's got to look a little bit more forward to conditions. Could be, it could be now. Mm-hmm. Same old tricks. Am I right? Am I right? Uh, yeah, I know. And uh, also giving very kind of general things that everyone... You worry about things you shouldn't. Um, there was a great one on there of um, uh, female evacuees during the war. And um, I was playing them to the, to the kids. It's just because they've been studying... You know, they watch horrible histories and they've been studying the Second World War at school. But it was just amazing to hear the actual voices. Uh, victory celebrations? No. It was around there, I think. Uh... There's a fear. Anyway, one talks about being bombed out of her house and having nothing but an electric iron and, you know, she, the clothes on her back. Two, two, two more. Then we'll go to break. Then we'll go to Julie. Um, penny for the guy. No, I mean, kids right now won't even know what penny for the guy is. Just give me a bit of this. A tune. I see no reason why gunpowder treason should ever be forgot. That tin seems to be pretty heavy. How much have you got in it? Uh, three shillings. Is that what you got all tonight? Yes. Well, how, how do you get it all in pennies? Or have you been out every night? Tell me all about it. Well, sometimes I get uh, in pennies and eightpennies and uh, mm-hmm. and sixpences and fruitly bits. Yes. Well, what are you going to do with all this money? Well, I'm going to. S- uh, my brother's going to get me some fireworks. I'm going to save it up for Christmas and buy my mother a present. Oh, well, I'm wow. sure she'll be very pleased. Well, here's somebody else who wants to say something. Well, well last have- one, last one, Swiss yodeling at the Royal <laughs> Abbot Hall, 1948. <laughs> Flipping, eh? Magic, isn't it? Wowzers. Um, I'll tweet the link to that website, because honestly, you can. Th- th- we barely scratched the surface of what is on there. If you're not on Twitter, it's soundsurvey.org.uk. 0344 499 This is Talk Radio. It's electric. It's eclectic. It's always rule-free. It's the late-night alternative with that man, Ian Lee. <laughs> on Talk Radio. 
Oh, I could, I could, I could fall down that rabbit hole with great pleasure. Good evening, Julie. Good evening. Julie. Never mind your Pokemon Go. Bring back moving in concentric circles saying, whoop. Yeah, I know. That's what it's all about, isn't it? Weren't those girls adorable? You cock your leg, she says. All dead yeah, well, now, of that's, course. That's for the, um, that's that's for the phone Well, hang on, hang on. Oh, Pro- they're probably God. dead. So what, they were, it was 1930-something? 1939. My grandma was born in the 20s. Right, she's, well, she's still alive. You were, they're, 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 she's 90-odd. That that girl is dead. Uh, what do you know? I'm, well, tonight I'm going to go home and invent a time machine. <laughs> I'm going back to the day after that was recorded. Bless her. Uh, yeah, she, right, she might still be alive. Um, but yeah, it's got that website. The fortune Julie. teller. Oh my God, the fortune teller. I really want the gift of capability. Yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't know what that, um, I don't know what that means. I'm going to throw a pen in the bin, hang on. You have the gift of being able to maybe possibly do things. Brilliant. So I'm just, I'm just throwing pens in the bin. That one actually works. You don't want to do that. Um, that. Julie, what do you have for us this evening? Um, I phoned up to say about um, illnesses that you always wanted. Yes, I knew it was a good topic. I knew, and and two hours later, people are starting to bite. Mm -hmm. I really, really wanted um, to be have crutches. Yeah, yeah. Really bad, and I did get some crutches, and I they they're great. I mean, obviously, you don't. Really want crutches, but they're still fun. When you're, when you're, uh, here's the thing. When I was young, all right, here we go. I'm going to say it. I wanted to be in a wheelchair. I wanted to be in a wheelchair because my cousins were in wheelchairs, and I thought it looked cool. And also, I could do, you know, I can do that thing where you go up, you do a wheelie on a wheelchair. I can do that with great. Uh, and I think I look good in a wheelchair. I, I thought as a child I looked good in a wheelchair. Now I can't think of anything worse. I could, I, I would hate to be in a wheelchair. But the, when you, when I was a kid. I thought being in a wheelchair would be cool. Mm-hmm. Also, when I was on crutches, the amount of people who said, oh, give us a go on your crutches. Yeah. Oh, oh we thing, all did it. Here's the thing with, um, with glasses. Why do, 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 why do people say, yeah, let's, let's, let's try glasses. You've had a go of mine. Oh, but only when you had big Deirdre Barlows. <laughs> that was it, because they look funny. No, I don't think I, I... I didn't say give us a go on your glasses, though. Or did I? Yeah. <laughs> oh, of course you did. Oh, of course he case. did, Julie. Yeah, of course. Everybody does that twice on glasses. Well, in that case, I apologise. You can't see yourself anyway, usually, because they're prescription. But also, I did want to be called something else when I was uh, about five. Go on. And (laughs) I wanted to be called Mindle. (laughs) I I don't know why. I wanted to be called Mindle, which I know is obviously not even a real name. I don't don't know where it's from. Is that a cross between Kendall Mint Cake? No. Did you I like Kendall know, mint I cake? Just, I could do with some Kendall mint no, cake. No, I've never now. had it. Have you never had it? It's just sugar. It's just like a block of sugar. It's delicious. It's like minty sugar. Well, maybe, maybe it was something to do that, but I was insistent that my mum called me Mindle. <laughs> well, and well, there, here's the thing. You're an adult, Julie. If you go online, I've no, because I've done yeah. it. I have changed my name by deed poll. You go online. It's about thirty-six quid. It what, certainly was eight years ago, nine years ago. Um, and, um, you can change your name. You are in control of your destiny, Mindle. Mindle it is. Sam, can you do me a favour? Can you change Julie's name? How are you spelling Mindle? I think M-I-N-D-L-E. That's, yeah, that sounds good. Can we change it to Mindle, please? M-I-N-D-L-E. Your wish is granted. It's, it's It's as simple as that, Mindle. Thanks. Thanks for calling, Mindle. Thank you. Bye-bye. There we go. We can do that. Very, very empowering. 
changing your name by deed poll. I just got up. I, I, was, I did it because at the time I wasn't sp- getting on with my dad and I was going to get married. And I said to my wife, I'm, should I do it? And she kind of went, yeah. And I got up one Sunday morning. I strode to the uh, the spare room in the flat that we were living in thinking, right, well, this is going to be hard work. It wasn't. You find a website. You type in what your name is. You type in what your name you want your name to be. You type in your bank, your credit card details. 36 quid later, you've changed your name. The tricky bit is then, you've then got to buy documents, the, the document that proves you've changed your name. At the time, they're about 12 quid each. Mm-hmm. So you, you order like about half a dozen of those. That's where it gets a bit, I ordered about four or about five or six. I think I've still got three of them. And then well, those. You, they, you only exchange them once? Yeah. Like checks? Yeah. You can't. Some places won't take photocopies. They want the original, which is why you've got to buy a few. But then you send those off to the mortgage, off to the bank. Passports. Uh, uh, passport, uh, driving licence. And um, they come back and you've got a new driving licence. It's brilliant. It's brilliant. But then it's just, how, what happens when you you get married and you change your name? You don't have to do a deed poll, do you? No, you don't. Um, because you've got your Registrar. Mar- marriage certificate. Right, okay. And that b- bounces around, doesn't it, a bit? But I did think it was a bit of a swizz. There was something that I had to pay for. Um, normally, I think most things you can change your name free. Yeah. But there was something. It was either my passport or my driving licence I had to pay for. And it was quite a lot. And I thought, well, that's... That's out of order because that's only going ever going to affect women who get yep. married, really. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I thought that was a bit out of Suck order. Suck it up, sister. You wanted um, equal rights. Well, you've got to pay the price. Fame is you start I paying do it want now. Equal rights. Yeah. Why do I have to change my name? Well, I didn't to, to have professionally, equal, to be honest. To have equal rights. What? If you want to, if you want to have the same rights as a man, you've got to pull yourself up to our level. Take our names. That's not. That seems obvious to me. Seem right. Well, no, it wouldn't that to you because bit... you, you're you're a woman. I knew a man once who took his wife's name. That's just stupid. Mm. I hate this thing. Although I've got to be careful because I've got relatives that have done it. The, the double barrel name. Um, used to be just posh people, didn't it? Not anymore. Part of me thinks about going back to rugby, dropping the lee, and going back to rugby. But I wouldn't want to impose that on my family, and I wouldn't want to have different surname to my kids necessarily. So. I probably won't be doing that. Mm-hmm. Just whack him straight through, Sam. Whack him straight because time is time is of the essence. Time is money, or as uh, uh, Billy Crystal says in Spinal Tap, "Mime is money, mime is money." Evening, Kyle. Evening, boss. You all right? I'm good, thank you, mate. What you got? Well, uh, oh, it was a couple. Of, it's uh, a bit of a weird one. I was. Uh, it's I was a surprise, Kyle, coming from you. <laughs> <laughs> hey, by the way, guess what? Um, Go on. My mum has been. <laughs> My mum's been overpaid by the DWP. <laughs> joking. No, I'm not. I've got, I've got, uh, she's got to pay him back nearly five grand. Joe, are serious? Seriously, yeah, 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 because, yeah, yeah, because of her care and stuff and the way it's all done. Um, I got a letter from the care saying, saying she shouldn't be claiming this benefit. She's been pa- claiming this benefit for a year. Um, you got to pay him back five, nearly five grand. So, yeah, I, I get your, I get your, um, I get where you were coming from the last three months with your phone calls, brother. Thank you. I was going to say, they've not charged the 50 quid extra on, have they? No, because I had to phone them up and say, um, this is a weird one, I I, I want to pay you some money back. Cause, you know, so no, they've not charged it yet, but then they got a bit funny. Anyway, because I get told them I have power of attorney and it got, we can't talk to you about this, I've got power of attorney. <laughs> anyway, all that means is you've got 90 seconds left, because we're going to play um, what I recorded at uh, Speaker's Corner in a bit. So go! 
Um, oh, God, uh, right, the name change thing. It's a, it's a mess. It's completely not real. You don't have to pay to change your name. I didn't do it. I didn't do it. I changed my name. I didn't pay. Well, you know, no, well, hang on. What? I, 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 I changed my name. How can you I, give I, us I this bombshell? Uh, someone owes me 36 quid. Well, no, I, well, hang on. How did you change your driving licence? Uh, I, I, I didn't, because I did it when... I, again, do you want me to call in tomorrow night with this? Yes, <laughs> I do, but... Scratch this itch. How did you change your passport? Um, I, I didn't. So when I... Because I never had a passport until I was in my oh, early 30s. Slimy little winker. He's getting around all of this by... By, by being a late bloomer. Ob- obfuscation. Oh, but when I, when I was, uh, when I was 14, that's when I changed it. Oh, no. And all I did was just say, I wanted to be, uh, you know, I just wanted to be known as. Well, and it's such a minor change, mate, but that's how I did it. Mate, you, mate, you are totally, um, and we have to go, but you are totally breaking the law. Phone in tomorrow, because tomorrow I'm going to spend all day researching this, and then I'm going to destroy you on the phone. Can we change his no, name no on worries. the thing to Illegal Kyle, please? Yes. Kyle, I will destroy you tomorrow, and um, then I'll be phoning up the feds. That's going to happen. Wow. A lot of criminals listening to this show. The radio show for people who know the best part of the day is the night. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. So thank you, everyone, who came and played Tag yesterday. Um, I've posted the picture on Twitter and on Facebook.com slash Ian Lee if you want to come and join us uh there um hi my name is mark anwar i'm an actor and was a regular in coronation street for three years till september 2016 when i was fired i wonder if you could pass my message on to george galloway thanks um that's an email that's just come in who's mark anwar i've got to google him now and see what he uh haven't got time to google him i'll do it in a minute so uh, we played um we played tag and it was brilliant thank you thank you thank you hide and seek is next on the agenda uh but we got there a bit early catherine and i we got there about half past two because i was keen to um to immerse myself in speaker's corner and i did as soon as i saw it as soon as i saw it was thriving i said right i'm off bye-bye and um I went and I got involved and um, most people were happy for me to speak to them and and to record it. There was a group of gentlemen who were thoroughly unpleasant and did not want to be recorded. So uh, we didn't record that bit. So you'll hear a break in it where um, they told me to turn off the, the, the tape recorder, which is fine. And then I walked away and then they came and joined me and you'll hear me warning them. If you come and speak to me now, this is being recorded. This will be broadcast. Um, Listen really carefully to that bit, because I'm speaking to a nice Muslim lad. And in the background, there's a gentleman who is um, uh, mocking his accent, calling me a failed comedian. They got my name up on Wikipedia. Some really nasty stuff going on in the background. All in all, though, I found the whole experience exhilarating. And I'm going to go back there. Um, again, at some point, because I think there's there's a story to be told, but I don't quite know what the story is. Anyway, I, I couldn't keep my mouth shut as you're here. So this was before we played tag. This is me at Speaker's Corner. Well, it's Sunday afternoon. It's 2.30, um, and I am heading to Speaker's Corner to see... Well, I can see that it's alive and well. Um, uh, look, there are people speaking who aren't standing on a box. Let's, uh... No, they they look a bit dull. Here we go. There's a fella in a bowler hat, stood on a 
on some steps. That's where the modern army Curious. comes from. The new model army, which was one of his creations, Great band. which most armies are based on now, was also came from Oliver Cromwell and is biblically based. Yeah. So at the end of the day, a lot of what he did was about our voting system. The, the, the third key to our stage in democracy is a, a Cromwell's veto, which the Queen has. The Queen has the right... OK, to it's, a, it's a little bit dry. Here we go. Here we go. What have we got here? I can pray over you. God bless you, Mark. Hello, man. I've just come to have a listen. Yeah, you, God bless you. Thank you. My name is Michael. Yes, sir. I'm a born again Christian. Yeah. I was a thief, avenger, born and a robber. Yeah. An alcoholic, a drug addict. It's time to have a rest. It's time to trust in the living God. Yes. Did that 20 years ago. I've been clean over 20 years, got a wife for 17 years, all because I bowed the knee, humbled the heart, and say, God in heaven, give me that miracle, Jesus. There are other ways to get clean without Jesus, of course. There is, my dear friend, and I live in, I live and I breathe in a rehab that I've been working in for 17 years. There's atheists, there's Muslims, there's Jews, they all come in here, but we... Tell them to find a higher power yeah, greater yeah, than itself. And when they find that's that, integral to the 12 steps. Go yeah. and let God yeah. thing happen. Drugs, not hugs. My hugs, not drugs. Hugs, not drugs. My higher power, God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. Three in one. Why do, can I ask? Because I find Speaker's Corner fascinating. How often do you come down here and talk? I've been coming up here now for 15 years, nearly every Sunday. For 15 years, and I try to come up here every uh, week, every Sunday. I've been giving the same message. I'm a junkie, an alcoholic. I call me have a junkie. Yeah, right. it's an what, what were you using? Can I allow to ask what you were using? Not heroin, not cocaine, man dressed tune oh, okay. yeah, the yeah. old time drug. Yeah. And I was called a junkie, not an addict. Yeah. It was junkie in them days and a raving alcoholic. Yeah. That's what I was. But today, all I am now is a grateful, forgiven sinner who's been given a second bite of the, the apple. And I'm still biting at the... And I'm still alive. It's a good message you're giving with the recovery. Do you get any trouble, though? Because the, the thing about Speaker's Corner is people can come and give it back. Personally, I've had no trouble whatsoever. So I talk about joy, peace and love. I've had heckling, I've had uh, that, but I've never had no... Uh, no and the Mohadi against me and I've never been threatened what about this fellow next to you is he with you or is yeah, he he's a wonderful guy this is his ladder speaks the same way as me speaks stronger than me he's a more qualified speaker than me but he's a wonderful guy there's lots on here about um, uh, Jews and Arabs I'm a bit confused Let's, that guy will tell you hey man hey man how you doing Thank you. God bless you. Can I ask what you what you you speak about here at Speaker's Corner? <laughs> what, 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 who are you? Hello, I'm Ian. Nice to meet you. Yeah, we're from. Uh, I'm from Talk Radio. Talk and we, Radio. We, talk Talk. Talk Radio. Yeah, I've heard of Talk Radio. So can I can I just show your credentials just to be on the stage? I have no credentials, ah. dude. What credentials do you need ah, for me, I, a radio host? When I talk to reporters, they show me credentials. Oh, I'm not a reporter. 
Well, I can't talk to you then. Okay, but this is Speaker's Corner, so you can... Yeah, you can talk to anybody. Okay, cool. Thank you. What, what, what is this about okay. the Jews and the Arabs? I'm confused. You're confused? Yeah. Why are you confused? Because I don't know what... The message is confusing. You've got the, the flag of Israel. It says King it? Jews. Sorry? King Jesus says that. King Jesus. Sorry, I couldn't say it. The strange silence of the Arabs. What is that? What are the arrows being silent about? You're talking about three different topics, young man. Well, these are all on display on your I know, podium. You're talking about three different Let's things. focus on the Arabs, the silence of the Arabs. What's that? Okay, you want to talk about silence of the Arabs? They're yeah. two fastest. Number one, if, yes. you, if you, I hope you're recording this. Yes, sir. Okay. Now, let me get... The Arabs are very silent about the true origins of the so-called people called Palestinians. Right. Who are the Palestinians? They're human beings. That is correct. We, we accept that. that. Nobody could discount that. However, who exactly are they? Are they Arabs or something else? What, what, what's the something else? Well, well nationality-wise, right? Okay. Where does the word Palestine actually come from? If you ask the Palestinians, they say, we don't know. Now, that's very strange, isn't it? So you don't like Palestinians? I didn't say that. You put in words. I said, if you ask the Palestinians, no, but do you, okay. where the word Palestine I'll, I'll ask you the question. Do you... Palestine. There's a good answer. Do you like... No, 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 do you like Palestinians or not? I, I love I love everybody calling people, calling themselves Palestinians. But, However, but let, you, me, let me clarify. Thank you. Yeah. The word Palestine yes. does not... Emphasis does not come from the Arabs. Right. It comes from Rome. So what's the your Italians invented so, that word? So, so Palestinians are Italian. No, they're not Italian. What's, what's your beef uh, with? Where do you think? Let's cut uh, to the chase. Where no. do you think they come from? The Palos, the people who call themselves Palestinians today, 2017, right? Yes. They're really Arabs. Right. And from, what's the problem okay. with that? There's no problem. Then why are however, you telling everyone this? However, the problem is yes. they're identifying themselves with a fake country, fake identity. That's called that's called stealing somebody's identity. So the Palestinians are identity thieves. Yes. But why do you feel the need to tell everyone that and upset I'll people? Tell you why. You're upsetting people. Okay, good question. Yeah. I'll tell you why. Yes. I've had many Arabs come to me like you. You're not an Arab, I don't think so. Maybe you are. Would it, would it matter if I was? Well, you, you may have an agenda then. Okay. Everybody's. Would it matter if I was an Arab? You might have a hidden agenda. Uh, 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 Arabs have is. got hidden agendas. Yes, they do. Wow. Don't you know? I don't know what the Arab hidden agenda is. This is why I'm talking to you. Right. this entity. Okay. The point is, right, and you must get this right. Okay. The word Palestine was invented by a... We're repeating... No, I'm not. We're repeating... No, I'm not. You're repeating yourself a little bit. You are repeating yourself. Sir, can I ask... Where are you from? I'm from Saudi. From where, sorry? Saudi Arabia. What do you make of what this gentleman is saying? He's a racist. A bigot. Ignorant. It doesn't sound very loving and Christian. Does it the message? No, 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 it's very evangelical. Why do you need to do this? AD 135. This, this, this gentleman okay. says that you are a, a bigot. Would you agree well, with because that? Because he doesn't know history. But, but, but it, it doesn't sound like a very Christian message well, you're preaching uh, uh, you know, of, 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 of hatred. I, just say? I said to you that the word Palestine does not come from Britain. Why? Arabia? Why? Sorry. You're a Christian. Comes from Rome. Hello. So I've got why my hand up. People today 
call themselves Palestinians why does it, when the word why, comes from Europe. Why does it, why does it bother you? Why does it bother you? Why don't you go and help people? Aha! Uh -huh. Why don't you go and help people? Right! How is this helping? Now, why is it that these Arab people are afraid of investigating? You know, if he wants to explain, doesn't bo doesn't bother me at all. I'm just asking him a question. You're more, you're more angry than him. No, I'm not angry at all. I'm just here observing. It just seems very unchristian to go around being being to, to upset people. It's an unchristian thing to do. If somebody is going to explain history and the Muslim get upset, it's something the problem is with the Muslim, not with him. Ah, the problems with the Muslims for him talking. Let us say, I said to you, what, so the, the 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 problem isn't him spreading hatred; it's the, the Muslims. Where is the hatred? Right, Here it comes. Right. He's got a map. So if you if you don't want to admit to slavery, you mean this is good? I don't want to admit to slavery. You mean that's good? Your question is is not. Is the, your question doesn't follow the conversation we've just been having. You've drawn you've drawn a conclusion that makes no sense whatsoever. But that's exactly. I'm not. I'm not an Arab. Yeah, but I can see blatantly he has a problem. With Arabs, because the you know Jews that's what he's trying to proclaim. What is the problem with Arabs? It just sounds very mean and very unchristian. I thought being a Christian was about. I thought being Christian was about. I, I'll finish the sentence. I thought Christian was about was about caring and charity and love. This is this is hatred he's spreading. This is history. If you are going to, why doesn't he go and help people instead of preaching hatred? But without exposing it. Sorry, he's not preaching hatred. No. Do you like Do you like Muslims? Do you like Muslims? Of course I do. Do you like Arabs? Of course I do. Do you God like? Loves them. Well, uh, there's, uh, there's God's love and there's your personal. Oh, no, Forget no, God for no, a second. No, 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 no. You cannot. The Bible says if you cannot love your your neighbour, you can't love God. Okay. No. So why why are you why? So this is very easy. No, no. You've got to prove your love. Huh? Get me a hot. I haven't eaten. I haven't eaten all day. Can you buy me a meal? Every time you oppose yes. Islam, the first thing they talk about is hatred. It's not hatred. Well, opposing someone else's religion is that's hateful. Of course, yes. It's hateful. No, You'll agree. No, no. You said it was. You're contradicting yourself. Are you telling me that because you're opposing Christianity as a religion that you are? I'm not. I'm not opposing anything. I'm just asking. I'm opposing nothing. So you're saying, I'm, I, and I'm not the Christian. I'm opposing nothing, and I'm not the Christian. So you're saying the Muslims are hateful toward me because they're opposing Christianity? No, I'm not. I'm not. You're you're making up a lot of this conversation in your head. I'm not. I'm not. I'm just asking questions. It seems a very unchristian attitude to hate Muslims. The Bible. Yes, I have bits of it. Yes. Right. Do you know what St. John 3.16 says? I, I, I'm not going to get into the quoting game. Enjoy the rest of your afternoon, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Um, there's a lot of anger. There's something going on over here. Someone's being filmed, and there's a lot going on here. So let's, um, let's go and see what's going on. No, I'm from Talk Radio, man. How you doing? Well, London, Talk Radio. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there we go. There's something... Uh, very passionate, very passionate. Let's see what's going on over over here. I only got half the picture. Maybe Qureshi is just like another example that we had of a Muslim apologist. I'm going to see if I can get around here. This is really. Uh, a lot of, lot of people, a lot of cameras being 
just going to pop this in so we can respond to Christianity. So to learn about Christianity, are you going to go to Shabir Ali and Adnan Rashid, for example? What? To learn about Christianity, the Christian argument and the Christian response. I shouldn't learn about. I shouldn't learn about. I shouldn't learn about Islam from a Christian, and I shouldn't learn about Christianity from a Muslim. Yeah, I'm not saying Shabir Ali and Adnan Rashid haven't done very good works on this. In, in fact, they have very good materials they have produced for both sides. Can I, can I ask you, what, what is this argument, what's conversation uh, about? Argument, is that... Let me just sorry, just sorry buddy, you do that, you do that. When we make... Lots of people are, are filming this. It's got one, see, one, two, three, four, four, five cameras filming this. ...of this, then we need to let the other side that we are refusing or accusing of speak for themselves. For themselves, you're right. Right, so... The 26 Quran. Have you had the issues? 26 Quran. Well, I, I can't Multiple versions. Okay. What'd Multiple say? versions of the Quran. What's going on here? Can uh, I ask? Going on? Well, you know, speaker's corner, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Of course. Uh, it's the first time uh, I've been in years. I just, uh, so I'm, I'm kind of getting the vibe. It's actually a conversation between um, this gentleman here is a Muslim, and that's a uh, that lady, the uh, girl there is a Christian, and uh, obviously uh, they're just discussing the fundamentals of what she's heard about Islam, and actually what is the truth about what she's actually heard. So he's giving him a perspec- uh, her a perspective from the Islamic view instead of what you've heard in the media and possibly uh, from certain pastors who uh, have their own view of what it actually says in the Quran. So he's clarifying for them. And is, was he, is he a speaker at Speaker's Corner? He is. He's actually uh, been here for quite a few number of years. Where's his box? He's <laughs> supposed to have a box, aren't you? I thought that was the rule. That, uh, some people yeah, actually... On TV. Are you, well, I'm from TV. I'm not a comedian I've anymore. I've seen the but yes. before, yeah. Long, I, know the, I know the one. You mean this one? Ian Lee. <laughs> <laughs> Not all of them have a box, my friend. They used to, I think, uh, they used to, you know, use the boxes quite a lot. And then some speakers actually get, you know, involved in the crowd and actually speak to them. And some actually stand up on a soapbox, as would be, and give a speech. And does it get, uh, I would imagine, I imagine you're a Muslim gentleman as well. You're here with the, I'd imagine it gets a bit, a bit tense sometimes because because you know it's actually the other way around I would say yeah usually it's actually quite you know mellow and everyone's having a little conversation it's perfectly nice sometimes it seems quite animated there you go oh you oh, right okay maybe I've become used to it then no. if that's it <laughs> oh, this is nothing to you <laughs> there you go then now that makes sense between the divide between us um, this is quite mellow alright oh, okay <laughs> so you ain't seen nothing yet <laughs> so you do you come down every week then I, and film it I do come down yeah we come down quite a lot um, I run a channel SC Dawa okay. channel uh, on YouTube and uh, it hosts quite a lot of these debates and you know they're quite interesting we have a, a big following you know and uh, it's it's good to you know give and take as would be information ultimately to reach the truth do you get what I mean and uh, it's not about uh, bashing each other's religion really well that's majority of us believe that it's not about bashing each other's religion what it is, oh, is don't, don't go to that corner over there then <laughs> you wouldn't go down corner. well over that corner well there you go no, some, you, know, you, you get the odd one everyone's here with a different agenda but majority of us are here to interact with each other, get the information across and, you know, peaceful living, my friend. Hey, nice one, brother. Thanks have a good much. day. Nice Thanks a lot for your time. Thank you. Um, let's have a little look. See, so it seems to be very religious. Here's another guy with a Bible. Another guy. you can prove a lineage. It's utter nonsense. There is no evidence at all Muhammad came from Ishmael. None. And it, there's no evidence that Ishmael was a prophet. None. These are two claims unsubstantiated. So he's not on a box either. I'm disappointed at the lack of boxes. So there's, um, it, it seems to be mainly religious. This looks like there's... What, what's this one about? I didn't throw. Well, I'll tell you what was going on there. There were a group of, I think, four white gentlemen 
Three of them appeared to be in their 50s. There was a younger gentleman who appeared to be in his 30s. And they were denouncing the horrendous crimes of the, um, uh, and it's a terrible phrase, the rape gangs that have been in the paper recently, where the members of them have been predominantly Pakistani Muslim men um, raping uh, young girls under the age of 16. Obviously, a horrendous, horrendous crime. But they were um, adamant that, well, I couldn't quite work out what their point was. They just wanted to, to denounce Pakistanis and Muslims as opposed to denouncing everybody who rapes children, paedophiles. Um, I challenged them a little bit um, by saying, well, white people are also paedophiles. Give me an example, um, Jimmy Savile. At that point, they saw my microphone and said that they did not want to discuss anything further with me and certainly didn't want to be recorded. So there was kind of a debate, I would say, for six, seven, eight minutes, um, at which point I got so embarrassed with what they were saying and so ashamed with what they were saying. They were surrounded by predominantly Muslim gentlemen from all different countries um, that I felt the need to apologise to my Muslim brothers and sisters, you know I love you. And they don't. They do not yeah. represent all of us. They do not represent all of us. Thank you, brother. Thank you. Are you a Muslim? Thank you, brother. Thank you. Good luck. What were you saying, man? Come and, come and talk to me. Come and talk to me. Yes, please. If you honestly, actually, I was just passing by. I was just having a good time, and then I heard. People are just, they assumed a whole, I won't even mention countries, a whole country is, is horrible, is bad. And then I said, wait, people should, first of all, listen, process, think it out, then speak. They just keep on spitting words, spitting words. I said, my friend, I tried to talk to them for the, I tried to talk to them for an hour. Just wait, listen. You need to you need to understand before speaking. Does that not get you angry though? Because I found myself you know angry. Why, you know, and it wasn't anything do, really do to do with truth? me. Do you want the truth? No. no. You know why? I wasn't angry for for a simple reason sure. because I really felt bad for them. And when I feel bad for someone, I'm never angry angry yeah, at yeah. them. He's a person who's uncivilized. I should just say, let me just say, because we won't play out what he what he said, because he, he's not given us permission to. We've just been listening to some um, white gentlemen in their 50s um, uh, calling out Pakistani Muslim rape gangs. This is being recorded now. If, if you come over here, this will be broadcast. And I'm just asking this, gen- I'm just asking this gentleman how he feels. I want, I want to speak to him. I want to speak this, is, this is being recorded. No, no, because this gentleman has given me permission. If you join this, co- if this, if you join this conversation, if you are joining this conversation you will be broadcast this conversation will be broadcast well this conversation will be broadcast you have it in my lobby i could talk to him in the lobby if i want to but i don't feel like it i want to tell me i just want i just want to know how you feel after listening to those gentlemen um Actually, I feel they're pathetic, yeah. and, 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 and they're really, and, and, and I'm sad for them, yeah. because basically, sad. even though that Britain has some of the best education systems, best education. they're uneducated, yeah. uneducated in the simple manner of a proper debate. Yeah. You should have a foundation, you should have, you should have a foundation to speak from. You should listen, process, you should listen, process, then talk. By just blabbing out words that don't make us that that don't even make a proper sentence. Yeah. Yeah. 
how will how will how will how will be able to talk if he doesn't respect my religion? So I guess say so the gentleman behind me who didn't want to be interviewed earlier on is yeah. now doing a, 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 a he's t- doing your accent. Yeah, he's doing your accent. He's yes, doing he's doing he's doing a comedy and, Indian and, accent. And do you want the truth? It was French actually. Was it that bad? I'm I'm not even offended by him because I know that I'm living a better life than him. Yeah, yeah. Failed comedian. I know that I'm having I, I I have a good family. I'm living a good life and and I'm enjoying myself. I know that I'll build, I will turn my back from here yeah, and I'll forget about him. He will continue being discriminated because he doesn't even know how to speak. You need to talk. These people need to understand. They really need to understand that before having judgments based on 20-second media, they should listen. They should listen. I feel embarrassed. I feel embarrassed as a white bloke. I feel embarrassed. I feel embarrassed. You know what? Because, 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 because the whole talk is about religion, basically. Okay? Okay? And religion transcends everything. Color, ethnic group, and everything. If a few people made a mistake, made a big thing, and this is 1.6 billion Muslims. If there's a minority doing, giving this name, this good name, a bad reputation, yeah, yeah. why should we make it onto all the majority? Uh, you're, you're, you're very calm, and after, you know, I can see you're upset, I can see you're shaking a bit, after what has been um, a, a torrent of abuse that you've received. You know, I, really, I'm, I'm still not abused. Are you exaggerating it? I haven't heard any abuse. He was talking... No, 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 he was very, he, he was very rude, but... I'm not. I know. I'm not abused. I'm not abused because 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 at the end of the day, I know what I'm saying, and he doesn't. He really doesn't. Listen, brother, it's nice to meet you. I'm. I'm I apologize. I apologize. You're a good man. Nothing to apologize for. Thank you. You're. You're a good man. The biggest problem I think is that in the news when they say, "Oh, uh, Muslim rapists," they don't necessarily. They don't have to say Muslim because that just kind of hypes up, and that's how you brainwash. Can I be devil's advocate? significant number of the, the people in these sex gangs, they were Muslim. Yeah, but I think it's unnecessary to say Muslims. Yes, they are criminals. That's got nothing to do with Islam. They're criminals and they should be dealt with that matter. With help. But saying they're Oh, Muslim rapist, Muslim gang, you know, Muslim this. It kind of brainwash people, you know what I mean? Like, if I walk to somebody and be like, oh, I'm Muslim, like, whoa, okay, are you... Like, they're going to have some negative thoughts within them. So the, the so fact I that these gentlemen couldn't grasp, when I use the term gentleman loosely, is that there are loads of white paedophiles. There are loads yes, of Christian paedophiles. There are loads See, of... The, they're all paedophiles in every walks of life. Exactly. So that's the double standard you have in the media where they... If, there, if there's a, a, you know, a non-Muslim person, a criminal, he's just going to be, oh, some guy, you know, some criminal guy, this is what he did, that's it. They won't mention his religion they won't mention anything that he believes because at that time it's unnecessary you know what I mean but when it's Muslims like oh there's some Muslim rapists Muslim people coming here raping our white girls doing this and that which of course I think is absolutely wrong but I feel bad that you feel you have to say that because of course we know that that's wrong yeah it is it is it is absolutely wrong